and I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fry talk? Low down on the biz and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the piece, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wings is straight and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat for flashy meat. Better leave all your doors and all half the week. What? Positive or motivational stack to see successful guests. Promote a self-masturbate. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the system with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Planet Remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and you are live on the remix. I want to say peace and greetings to everyone out there listening, no matter where. (laughs) And I literally mean that, no matter where in the world you're listening from. Peace and greetings to you all, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in to the cipher. Wow, what a way to kick off. We are in the month of March. And what a way to kick March off. Everything is everything. And we are so glad that you are joining us here live on Planet Remix. And um, yeah. So the first thing I want to do is to let you know the Blue Room is open, and I'm really excited about that because this is something we've been working on for quite some time now, and we do have the Blue Room back up and running over on YouTube. So I want to give you, excuse me, those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over And uh, all you have to do is go to YouTube and type in blue, as in the color, Raz, R-A-S, and then Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, and that's going to get you locked in. Kalimar is there to open up the way with the rest of Planet Remix, sure to make you feel welcome and right at home. So that's how you can get yourself on over and join us in the Blue Room. Wow. I trust that you all are doing well, (laughs) doing well, no matter what part of the world you're in and no matter where you're listening from. I want to give out the call-in number, too, because you are more than welcome to join us on the phone lines, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. If you're one of our international listeners out there, you will need to dial the U.S. country code and then dial 515-605-9794, and that will get you locked in. So peace and greetings to everyone. Wow. Shouts out to the Blue Room. 
man, you guys came in, kicked down the door, and just opened it up. Shouts out to Priestess Erica for doing the sound check. Priestess Chastity for helping out, and Priestess Kalimar for opening up the way. And all of the Priestess, and all of you guys who are in the Blue Room. We have Goddess Essence in the house tonight. Brian is in the house tonight. Priestess Shakesha is in the building tonight. We have Ernest in the house tonight. Wow, you guys, <laughs> y'all are coming on up in the building, and we are just truly, truly honored to have you guys in the house tonight. Mm. Wow, I got to slow up a little bit. I, I feel like I'm moving a thousand miles an hour. Um. But I really want us to get into the share and super excited to have you guys here. And um, <laughs> super excited to just have everyone in the house tonight. I want to remind you that tonight's share, as well as all of Planet Remix, is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And... Um, However you want it, however you need it, it is there for you, and you can download it. You can do that on iTunes, everywhere where podcast is available for you. You can come back here as well. Well, I want to say this. The cipher that we're about to dive into, this is a very special show. Very special. A very special show that we will be doing for most of us around the world this evening. Yeah. Now, before I get into talking about the cipher, I want to remind you guys about Friday night's show on Planet Remix. Friday night show was so powerful because the show really spoke to a lot of things and we've received so much of you guys' feedback on Friday Night Show. Friday Night Show, as you guys know, who are you? Creator or creation? Yeah. And we talked about one of the hottest topics on the planet at this time. We talked about the coronavirus. Now, we know conscious people are not scared of the coronavirus, right? (laughs) We know y'all not tripping on that. Y'all not tripping on that. Not at all. Mm -mm. Absolutely. But I will say this, we're just getting a whole lot of emails about it, like tons. Myself and Brother Bilal, we're getting flooded with emails about it. Hmm. Just getting a lot of emails. So we're going to. We're going to dive into the cipher because tonight is a special show. And this is the Corona Crown Jewel. 
creator and creation. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And trust and believe, we have a lot of information. Yeah, whole lot. So let's get into the PSA because we definitely got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. Definitely fully plugged in to the cipher. Welcome, welcome everyone in who's just now joining us live in the cipher as we just continue to dive into the cipher here tonight. I I want to thank you guys again, and I can't stress this enough. Tonight is a very, very special show. And so, again, I want to give a shout out to all of our family out there listening. And, of course, first, first, absolutely first off the board, I want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners, whether you're a new listener, if you've been rocking with us for a long time here on Planet Remix, um, if this is, you know, <laughs> you know, your very first time stumbling upon, however you're listening, just just want to welcome you. And then I want to do this. I want to ring the bell for self-invested. So to all of our self-invested family members out there listening from all over, welcome on in self-invested. We were definitely getting it in in class as always. You know, we are covering esoteric astrology and uh, in such a profound way. Uh, So just want to give a big shout out to all of our self-invested family 
out there listening from all over the globe, all over the world, sending you love. Want to also go ahead and shout out all the divine priestess. Uh, so many of them are in the building tonight. So I want to send love out to all the divine priestess in the building. Um, and definitely shouts out to all of you amazing, wonderful, loving sisters, powerful sisters doing your work out there. And then I have to make this announcement again because we're still kind of getting some emails. So I want to say this, uh, hmm. the money kit, the Jupiter money kit is all sold out. So I want to say that for those of you who did not get a chance to get in on the second go round, you know, we are definitely trusting in the divine that there will be another opportunity. And I can tell you guys, we had to send so much money back. Like, it was insane. Like, really. <laughs> we had to send so much money back. And, and really, it's not that we could not just create more. Because it is a process to create. And it's a very divine process um, that's filled with love and integrity. Uh, and so, you know, that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. So remember, one of the things that Brother Bilal told you that it takes 22 to 23 days just for the crystals alone, you know, that we put inside the Jupiter money kit. Now, I know, and I can imagine after watching what's going on with the stock market all over the world, now you see why. Now you see why, <laughs> you know. So many people, and even myself, I'm like, damn, my 401k, like, what the heck? Should I pull my money out? You know, like, what's going on? So many of those different questions going on right now because so many things when it comes to the financial aspect of this world is so unstable. But hold that thought because we will speak on that. We're going to speak on that here tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are. Mm -hmm. I can promise you guys we have some great information. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's coming. We, as always on Planet Remix, we have some great information. We're going to listen to some Baby Blue. We're going to dive into the vibes for tonight. And just keep this cipher moving. So here we go. La 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. So true. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to listen to these vibes tonight because this is really going to speak to, really, it's going to speak to everything that we're going to be talking about here tonight and so much more. So we're just going to get up on this and dive deep into the remix tonight. Another day, another 
all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes, lacing your click up with diamond rolls. Your people know the dough, no parole, no rubbers. Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers. Just some thoughts for the mind. I take a glimpse into time, watch the country, the world is mine. It's Yeah, 
perfect vibes for us to kick into the cipher and to start to talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> Welcome on in to the Blue Room. I want to say that again and also give a shout out to all of our family. And of course, Brother Bilal is going to be joining us here. He is joining us here live as well, along with some other very, very special guests who you will get to know in just a moment. But first, I want to talk about something because we really don't like to leave things undone, unfinished. And Friday night share, who are you? Who are you? You know, this question has been around for eons. And it came up again on Friday night. And I want you guys to begin to start thinking about this. Who are you? Think about, think about that. Think about that question. Do we not find it surprising that not many people have a clear and concise answer to the question. A question that was left for us, a question that many of us find ourselves pondering with, who are you? But I want you to think of, just kind of take a moment and think about this. Don't you find it strange that most people cannot answer this simple question? So it requires us to take a closer look at that. And before we can actually move on to the subject matters at hand, we have to really get a grasp on this question. So why is this question so challenging to answer? And when I say challenging to answer, I mean without stumbling, without any hesitation, without any doubt, and without any fear of being judged. Think about it. When you sit back and this question is asked, why does it take so long for someone to reply? And literally, it makes them cringe when you ask them these words. We've all heard it. We've heard it within ourselves and we've heard it when the question has been asked to others, who are you? I want you to think about this. We live in a world that teaches us to be more concerned with what we have and what we are. 
Think about it. The world that we're living in right now teaches us to be so concerned. What do you have? And what are you like? Are you a doctor? Are you a stylist? Are you an engineer? Are you an architect? Are you a consultant? Are you a counselor? (laughs) Now, the truth of the matter is, that may be what you are. But still, it has absolutely, positively no credence of who you are. None. See, it's easy to answer why we are. It's it's real easy. You know, when someone asks you the question and they say to you, you know, um, you know, why are you a doctor? You know, why are you a stylist? Um, why are you an engineer? Why are you an architect? Why are you an artist? Why are you an oracle? <laughs> why are you an astrologist? What, what, you know, that's easy. Why are you a teacher? And we hear these answers. We, we hear these answers that begin to come out like, I went to college to better myself. This is one. I am the first in the family to get higher learning. Or some of these things that even I found myself connected to at one time. I promised my mother or I promised my father. Or I made sure that I let my grandmother know. Now I want you to think about this. While that's a very good answer for why you are. Hmm. Why is good, but still has nothing to do with who. (laughs) With who you are. Still doesn't answer that question. Who are you? Now, what are and why are you? Who still remains intact? Some are even better at where. We can answer the question where we are. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I've been on my my journey for 20 years. And I find myself to be highly spiritual. If you were to ask me, I consider myself highly spiritual. And I am in a great place. But I want you to think about this. That 
is where I am. And it still has absolutely nothing to do with who I am. See, we get this confused. This is almost like walking a tight wire. I was just watching Swiss Beats as he crossed between two mountains. And that's often what we do with this question when we're confronted with it. Who are you? The question that stops you dead in your tracks. But we're going to solve the mystery here. See, the first thing we need to know about this question, (laughs) and I want to say this for you very, very slow. The first thing we need to know about this question, and the question is, and I want all of you guys, because we are in sort of this sacred space of higher learning, higher spiritual learning, And for those of you in the blue room to type it out with me, the question is, who are you? There you go. Type it. Who are you? Because I want to make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to this question. Who are you? The first thing we need to know about this question Is that this question is a setup? I want to say this for you guys again. This whole question, this question, who are you? It's a setup. And let me tell you how, 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 how this question is a setup. It's a setup because once you define it, think about it. Once you define this question, it will put you in a box. Who are you is a question, a total setup. Because once you define it, it will put you just like Jack in a Box. And you will begin to pop up and pop down in the box, depending on whenever someone asks you the question. And on the other hand, Someone will be tuning you and winding you up, (laughs) just like Jack in the Box. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just like Jack in the Box. But I want you to understand this. You may never have a definitive answer, and oh my goodness, I know, I know, I know, because I am dealing with some of the most highly spiritual beings that exist on the planet, and I know what you guys are going to say. I have an answer for that, Miss Blue. 
The answer for that question when someone asks you, who are you, is I am that I am. <laughs> That's what you're going to tell me. I am that I am. But I want to slow you down for just a moment. Are you really, are you really, really? (laughs) I want you to think about it. And here's why. Because once we give a definition to something, what we've actually done is we have just limited our growth. And this is why it is so important, it is so necessary that you have more than one definition to a word. To a word. You must have more than one definition to a word. Here's another one. But I want you to think about this. I cannot define you without stunting your growth. And I know. I thought we were multidimensional. That's what we say. We are multidimensional beings. So there's no way you can choose one definition to define how complex We are. But stay with me here because we're going to ground this. The question who you are, I want you to think about that question. That question is a moving target, it's moving, it's in motion, it's sort of an enigma. For the mind. So when that question gets asked, understand that this is an enigma for the mind. And I want you to think about this. The word who is incomplete. If you are still working to discover yourself. I want to say that again. The word who is incomplete if you are still working to discover yourself. How could you answer who am I and you are still working to discover yourself? So the word who is incomplete. And the word who is hard to define if you are not totally one with yourself. 
If you are not one with yourself, who is hard to define? So I'm going to need the blue room to help me out tonight. I need you guys to help me out. I, I, I want you in, in, in just a moment to write this word. I want you to write this out. See, because you got to understand that there is sort of this magic that happens when you're diving into understanding who you are and doing the work. Because once you become one, the word will transform itself. It'll transform from who, and I want you guys to write the word who, W-H-O. And then next to W-H-O, this, watch this, because here's the magic right here. Remember, magic is about making a greater individual commitment. So once you put that magic and the who you are, the who transforms itself into this. W-H-O-L-E. That's it. The who transforms to the whole. So when you're trying to see how to become whole, this is how. Whole. See, because when you are split, you are at the other end of being whole. See, when you become from the who to the whole, that is wholeness. W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S, wholeness. Whole is in there as well. You become whole. That wholeness. That's some powerful stuff. Like, I want you to think about it. My 401k went down a whole couple of notches (laughs) because of all of this craziness. That is going on. That H-O-L-E, it went down a hole. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, we have to laugh at some of this. So which one do you want? How deep is the rabbit hole? How deep? Because it can go deep. So the opposite of whole, we already understand what that is, and you best not answer such a question until you begin to pull yourself together. That's right. You don't want to fall down the wrong hole. fall down the wrong rabbit hole. 
and the remix has pulled many out of the hole. We know that for sure. <laughs> many of you have gotten pulled out of the rabbit hole. So I want you to think, stay with me. When you become all one together, whole, only then, the Sphinx will ask the ancient riddle. Who goes there? (laughs) And who are you? These are the great riddles of the Sphinx. Who goes there? And who are you? The who you are, the who are you, I should say, is also hard to answer. And and, and I want us to take some time to just stay here for just a moment because the who are you can also be very, very challenging to answer. And I want you to think about this. If you are not the author or the owner or the creator. Hmm. Hmm. The who becomes a very hard question to answer if you are not the author, if you are not the owner, if you are not the creator. Because here's something that many don't know. This is what gives you the power to answer the question. Because when you are the creator, when you are the author, when you are the owner, that gives you the power of what most people fear more than anything else in this world. It gives you responsibility. Yeah. It gives you responsibility not only for yourself, but it gives you responsibility for your entire soul group. It gives you the responsibility for those you are connected to in your soul tribe. And when you give a who, you are really expressing the authority and the responsibility of. So, we are holding ourselves. At Planet Remix, responsible and accountable for our soul group. It is our job to make sure you know what's going on. So tonight, 
or this morning or this afternoon, (laughs) depending on where you are. We will start our lineup with a different look at the who. At the who. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Mm-hmm. So, as we get started, going to get us a little bit of vibes here. A little bit of vibes. A little bit of vibes going here. I want us to really begin to think about who we are and the responsibility and how to answer the question with grace and ease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's going to bring us to the point... So that we can begin our lineup. And so I want to welcome, welcome on to Planet Remix, a remix first. He is a member, of course, of Planet Remix and also a part of the self-invested workshop. He also attended the Brothers Workshop as well with Brother Bilal and all the other amazing brothers around the world and has done so much work and contributed a lot to the research and information on Planet Remix with us, a part of our collective team, coming strong out of self-invested. So I want to welcome Alex to the platform. <laughs> Peace and greetings, Alex. <laughs> Peace, Miss Blue. How you doing? I am wonderful. How are you? Oh my goodness. As Lauren said, everything is everything. <laughs> everything is everything for sure. For sure. Indeed. Wow. Wow. Well, it is an honor to have you join us here. On Planet Remix, I know you do many things, um, and we are just super excited to have you come on and to talk with us tonight. I know you, one of your biggest fields is education and research, and I know you've been working a while first. You know, I know you've been working a while, so... Um, you know, I know it's something that you came on to share with us, share with us here on the platform, and uh, so excited to have you come on, because this is a remix first. Yeah, this is a definite um, purse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I am definitely excited on this one. And, um, you know, I really appreciate you all having me on <clears throat> to share a few things. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you hear me all right? Yes, we can hear you nice and clear. We do. We hear okay. you with your, you know, you, you. I don't want to tease you here, you know, but yeah, we hear you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> your very white voice. We hear you. That's uh, all good. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, Miss Blue. Um, I just want to compliment you on the title of the last show, right? Mm. Because it plays on, like, so many words, you know, who who are you? You know, so it's an mm. important question that, you know, like you said, all of the, the remix listeners have been asking, you know. And, you know, it can be taken into – uh, to make us look at another WHO, W-H-O, and that's yes. the World Health Organization, right? Ah, and, yes. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, and it's relation to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's this, this worldwide organization that's charged with these major, you know, controlling these major outbreaks, right? And, you know, the funny thing is that I'm sure many other remixers thought about the World Health Organization just by mm-hmm. looking at the title of the last show, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yes. so, you know, it's on point. It's on point on many different levels. And, um, you know, the same goes to the other shows because, you know, I almost mm-hmm. feel like Doctor Who, um, you know, kind uh. of being able to hop. <laughs> into the targets and yeah. time travel and go back and retrieve information that was on point then. And it's also on point now, you know, so right. kudos, mm. you know, wow. and, um, wow. you know, shout out to, so, to brother Bilal. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to uh-huh. say uh, shout out to Brother Bilal and Kevin um, and yeah. shout out to Self Invested, you know what I mean? Um, we had a, a few email exchanges the other day, you know. Uh-huh. Kevin pointed out that Google had an image that paid homage to the author of Alice in Wonderland, right? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this was, I think, Friday maybe, you know. Uh-huh. And, you know, he pointed out, that interaction with Alice and the caterpillar, which you also mentioned the caterpillar, caterpillar in the other show. Yeah, where, and the butterfly. Yeah. Right, right. And so the caterpillar is repeatedly asking Alice, "Who are you? you know, <laughs> who are you?" That's the that's the question she's asking. Uh, it's asking, mm-hmm. and it's kind of blowing that hookah smoke in her face the whole time. Who are you? Yes. You know. <laughs> so um, that was pretty dope, you know. Wow, wow. Um, mhm. I I want to ask you a question. What's okay. really going on from your perspective? I know you do so much research and so many different areas, but really, we want to get your take, Alex, 
on what's really going on. Let's talk about it. How deep is it? Talk about the rabbit hole, Alice in Wonderland, um, who, the organization of who, the World Health Organization, who, let's talk about it. Yeah. Right. Right. We're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. It's, yeah. I got I got a few because I kind of want to get to get to like the origin of the who and then the origin of the coronavirus too. So it kind of brings it together. But uh, as yes. far as my take, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's interesting because this isn't the first, you know, like major disease that's been, um, you know, floating around. Seems like every, you know, few years there's always something, you know, yes. but the reaction to it is interesting. Right. Mm. Because, mm. and I was thinking about it today, and it's like, it's almost like there's nervousness because of the location of the origin, you know, coming from China, mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of our money, a lot of the debt is held. Yeah. And I think that has something to do with the markets reacting, like you said, the way that they are, you know. Mm. And it's, you know, it's kind of like the Dow markets versus the Dow you know, yes. the path, wow. the way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Dow yeah. versus the Dow, the Dow, the Ching. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting dynamic, and it's curious because, um, you know, there's like, it's almost like the virus is going viral, you know, viral in mm. the, the medical sense and viral in like the social media sense. And it's kind of like, you know, the, the comments that I've I've seen out of yes. the World Health Organization have been kind of curious as well. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting. Kind yeah. of letting it yeah. you know, unfold. So so tell us exactly what what are they saying? What is the World Health Organization, or what are some of the things that really really begin to start sticking out? Well, kind of going back to. Um, the markets, right? Mm-hmm. Today, for example, the um, I think it's the, the, the director general came out with a statement today, basically telling the markets to like you know calm down, relax, you know mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay, what whatnot. Um, trying to find his direct quote. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay, so the the director general of the World Health Health Organization had to come out today and say, quote, global markets need to stop panicking over the coronavirus. But, you know, anytime there's a but, it's like, you know, <laughs> We know what that but. means. Yes. But, you know, but the world also needs to prepare for the worst. Wow. So so that's deep. What what does that really mean? Yeah. How are you going to say don't panic exactly. and everyone needs to stop, but then on the other hand turn around and say but the world needs to prepare for the worst. Exactly. Like first, mm-hmm. you know, let's look at that the first part of that statement, like prepare prepare. How do you prepare for that? Like what do you do to prepare? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And then what is the worst? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
lot of devil talk going there. on. A lot of devil talk. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's yeah. kind of like I think he said that to kind of appease the markets, but at the same yeah. time, you know, try to uh, highlight the severity of the situation, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And this brother is interesting because he's an Ethiopian brother born in Eritrea mm-hmm. who's yes. been in office since 2017, right? Yes. And his name, his name, I'm going to try to pronounce it, I know my homegirl, Sari, is going to chuckle and laugh at me. She's from Ethiopia. But his <laughs> name is, <laughs> see, and she's a listener. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Tidros Adhom, Adhom Gebre Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So when you break down the name, Tidros means gift of God, right? Wow. And mm-hmm. Gebre Jesus roughly translates into servant of Jesus, right? Wow. That's not all. You mm. know, so, And you can also see the Geb in Geb, ah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and Geb is the earth god. Like this is something we were just talking about in Self-Invested. We were talking about Geb. Real interesting right. because we know that all of these are signs and symbols about what is to come and what is sort of happening. You understand this mm-hmm. is really about what's going on right now. And speaking to which, he is ahead of the, what, what's his uh, specific title again, Alex? Oh, uh, Director General of the World Health Organization. He's the Director General of the World Health Organization, so he is the voice of Earth. And that is the mm. who. He is the who of the who. <laughs> he is mm. speaking for who? <laughs> yeah, the World Health Organization. Wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What are some and, of the other things that you think? Yeah. I was just going to say that, you know, it's like by the way, you know, things are trending, you know, he may end up being a household name, you know, because mm. of viruses. And, you know, yeah. if you think about it, they're going to be calling on God's gift and the servant of Jesus for, you know, some time now, you know, <laughs> based on his statement. You know? Wow. <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. This is really, really some subliminal shit going on for real. Mm-hmm. Like on mm-hmm. so many different levels it is. It really is. Mhm. Yeah. 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 And every and, and, uh, time you turn around there is some kind of alert um right. going on. So so let me ask you, how old is the Who? Uh, okay, the Who was established back in Right. Well, 
I was looking at like their mission and they have, you know, different sections of it, but the ones that jumped out to me, um, they say that um, they're into providing technical assistance to countries, um, setting international health standards and guidance on health issues, uh, coordinating and supporting international responses to health emergencies. And uh-huh. um, this, this is so, interesting right here. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was oh, going to um, say, I think I got it figured out. I'm seeing what this is. They are hoodoo. <laughs> mm. That's what they are. They are some hoodoo. They work yeah. in hoodoo over there. Some hoodoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they spinning. They spinning over they there. They doing some hoodoo. Yeah. And one of the things that I found interesting, they said that they're into helping one billion more people benefit from universal health coverage. So it's hmm. kind of like, hmm, what does that mean? What, did, what does you that know, what even mean? What kind of coverage mean? are we talking about? Yeah, right, what you know. kind of coverage? Are we talking about something that traveled from one continent to the next continent and infected a massive group of people? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 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 And, um, pretty- of course, the, the U.S. is the, the largest contributor, and, you know, they hmm. provide technical and financial support, so – you know. Wow. Um, yeah, but you know, kind of asking what they do is still kind of un- unclear so, based on their yeah, mission. It, you know, right? It's very unclear because with a budget like that, with so many great who minds coming together, mm-hmm. how couldn't they stop the virus? Right. Right. You know, like it just makes you wonder. How can you stop? And then part of it is how do you stop Mother Nature? You know what I mean? Because (laughs) according to them, you know, this is coming from, well, they're blaming it on the bats Mm. uh, and the Mm. cats and uh, I think, what else? There was another one that they listed, but they listed about three different animals. But, you know, it's always like a monkey or, you know. So they so they're blaming it on Batman, and you know this isn't. Right. I talked talked about this on Friday. This isn't a new virus. There's a lot of information about this virus going right. all the way back to the 1960s. So exactly. you know, everyone, a lot of people are acting like this is something new, but this isn't new. The Simpsons even did a whole show about this same virus that episode is on YouTube mm-hmm. you can go look it up so mm-hmm. if the Simpsons can figure it out if we can look at the back of a can of a Lysol can and see where they figured it out right. I'm trying to figure out how come who couldn't figure it out <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying and, yeah and if you look at I'm like, because I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, this is so good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like if you look at like some of the challenges they face. You know, they have a, yeah. a broad mandate, very broad. They have mm. limited funding, even though it's you know 4.42 billion for, for two years is still limited, given their task. Mm. Imagine that. Nice, I would love to work there. their books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. limited. 
I would love to work their books. Like, really, I'm thinking about my poor little 401k is down. I would love to have that kind of money, asset, brain power, technology, information, and billions of dollars. And, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's kind (laughs) of like, you know, it almost sounds like the Super Friends or the Justice Mm. League or Captain Planet all in one. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, and, you, you know, another question, Alex, and maybe you ran across this in your research, but it just, you know, one of my spirit guides, and thank you for that, Nancy. One of my spirit guide Nancy's just floated down a piece of paper, and she said, well, where is CERN in all of this? Because we thought CERN had something to do with, you know, these kinds of things. What role does CERN play in all of this? Hmm, that I do not know. That's a good question. You know, because CERN was supposed to be working on these particles and getting down to the atoms and understanding how things travel faster than light. And it seems mm-hmm. like who, right, would work with work with this organization and the head of who is connected to God and CERN is all about the God particle. I mean, Nancy is Mm -hmm. just bringing all of this to my attention. You would think that those who are interested in the God God particle would get with the who who's interested in God's messenger to combat Mm -hmm. this. And why can't they find the virus? If they can find an atom Right. You can't find a virus? No. Wow. And and no. where is this virus said to have started again from in China? What is that? Wu Wu Hu? Wu Hu? Wu Hong. Hold on, let me see. Wu Hong. See if I can pronounce this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it started at what they call a wet market in Wu Hong, mm. uh, China. Right. Well, you know, Wuhan definition is WU, and I'm sorry. I only know one <laughs> thing with WU, and that's Western right. Union. Oh, okay. I was thinking Wu-Tang, my bad. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't bring the Wu into this, but the Wu-Tang, but I thought about Western Union, like you wiring yeah. some mon- money and mm-hmm. the Wu-Tang mm-hmm. Clan. It sounds like the Wu-Tang Clan might have got a hold of this, you know? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And um, you know, something else you referred to uh in the last show are all these you know, these seven strands of um the virus, right? Um and each strand is said to be um uh, different, you know. Yes. Um, but they share DNA like a family. And they refer to them. Mhm. <laughs> and they refer to them as being in the same family. Whenever they talk about them, they talk about, you know, this family thing going on. So it's like you wow. have Corona, the crown, and mm-hmm. this is like a different kind of royal family. You know what I mean? Mm. Kind of kind of wild how, mm. how that works wow. out. That is a wow. That is a wow. So let me ask you, Alex, mm-hmm. what do you feel our best position is in all of this chaos, because that's what it is, is chaos. What, what do you feel our best position is? Um, you know, just do what, you, what, what we've been doing. You know, like mm-hmm. you said in that last show about cleanliness and 
you know, yes. um, taking care of yourself, doing these basic things, mm-hmm. and not get swept up in, um, you know, all, all the, the news stories and everything else. Not to say that it's not something that, you know, you might want to keep one eye at, open at, but, yeah. you know, keep doing Keep doing you. Find out. The the bigger thing is finding out or, or asking that question to ourselves is, you know, who are you? you yes. Know, as opposed to what is and, it? <laughs> yeah. And I almost feel compelled to give a PSA from the CDC. Mm. It, it's not funny, <laughs> but it is funny. The CDC mm-hmm. said, stop buying all them damn masks. Stop it. See, And I just want to say this in closing, Alex, when the CDC puts out a message and says, Mm -hmm. stop buying all of these masks, it won't work. Well, my Mm. daddy always told me, if you know what don't work, then you knew what do work. So how can you tell Mm. people to not buy masks that it won't help, help, then what will help? Right, Things but it's supposedly say, airborne. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, well, and when, I want to thank last thing, you. Ms. Blue? Yes, of course. Of one course. last thing. Um, this already has a movie. Ah. That's how viral this thing is, right? If you look at Not a the movie Contagion, I'm just mm. going to read a short description of this movie. And it when does says, it come out? Oh, this, no, no, it already came out. This came out in 2014. Yep, uh, I think Matt Damon and, uh, uh, what's the dude, Morpheus from The Matrix, uh, <laughs> Fishburn, Lawrence Fishburn is in it. Mm. And so, in this description, it says, doctors at the United States Center of Disease Control and the World Health Organization rushed the to contain the, mm-hmm, that's the who, <laughs> Rest to contain the outbreak of a new deadly virus. As wow. they search for a cure, they track the virus source to Hong Kong. Dang. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. as they try to keep the death control, uh, the death count from climbing, it's not just the disease that they have to worry about. False rumors and civil arrest, unrest, um, Travel the globe faster than the killer bug, so it, it, it sounds like we've already <laughs> the movie is there. Now we just you kind know, of, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's so crazy because what year did the movie come out again? Do you know? Two thousand fourteen. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. things that make you go. Hmm. Well, Alex, I want to thank you so much for coming on uh, and sharing sharing this insight with us and, um, you know, taking the time out to share a lot of this research that you've been uh, doing and with us. And um, it's, it's my pleasure. My yeah. My pleasure, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah. thank you for having me. And um, You're the, you know, shout the out social to, worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah. a, I'm about to slide on into the blue room. <laughs> You're about to slide into and, the uh, room room. And and so you guys know, Alex, and I was looking at something else, so don't mind me. Alex has his own show. He's going to be coming up because he, let me tell you something, talk about rabbit hole and going deep. Um, 
Yeah, Alex gets pretty, pretty. <laughs> What's going on with Alex? Pretty deep. It gets real deep around there. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Brother Bilal told me all about it. And, uh, yeah, so. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, whenever I hear Alice in Wonderland, I think about Alex in Wonderland. It just, you know, it's not a ah, far jump. You know? I kind of <laughs> like that. I kind of like that. Wow, Brother Bilal told me relationships, you're going to break it down. Mm-hmm. You're going to break it all the way down. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm doing my Alex my, uh, in Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes. it. Absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much. And I know you're going to be in the chat room um, as well. And, uh, yeah. So peace and love, Alex. Thank you for coming on. Hold the line. Peace and love. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Wow. What an amazing share, you guys. We're going to continue here. Um, Yeah, we're going to continue here. And uh, we're going to bring on our next special, special guest who's going to be joining us here. I'm going to get that ready here um, for our next special guest. Joining us here um, in the remix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get some things together here. Let me get some things together here. Yeah. So next, I think I kind of misspoke a little bit, but next, who we have coming up, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. Let me, let me get get ourselves together, but I want you guys to think about the WHO organization and the hoodoo. <laughs> oh, wow, Alex, that was good. That was so good. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, let me see. We are looking for one of the priestess here. Let me find her. If she can press one for me. Let me see. Uh, All right. So, next, we have one of the divine priestess that's going to come on the line tonight and share with us from a totally different who. From more of a social perspective. Now, what's happening on the ground? What's happening with people? What we can see around the world and those observations that are going on right now. And we'll be right back, right back after this. Thank you. 
Yeah. All right. As we continue here live on Planet Remix. And so next, I'm going to be inviting our next speaker that's going to come on. And I want to share a little bit about this amazing sister that I've had the pleasure of working with. Mm, working with. And of course, she's one of our divine priestess and um, uh, an amazing sister, no doubt. And her name is Priestess Shakesha. And she comes to us from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, she's a wife, she's a mother, she's a grandmother. She works in many different fields when it comes to connecting with us socially on the planet. She works in the mental health profession and has been working in that arena for 13 years. Her background and her area of study, she went to school for social work and get this, criminology. How powerful is that? And so during the day, she works as a psychiatric rehabilitation administrator. That's a mouthful. <laughs> She's also a coach, a speaker, a consultant on image and self-love initiative. She's a priestess and also the host of the Pretty Priestess podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, Planet Remix, please welcome Sister Shakesha. <laughs> Hello, peace and light, peace and love, everybody. Wow, that sounded real good. I'm like, wow, wow, I need to know who this is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So, listen, when, when I was listening to Alex talk, that just really made me think about the other thing. They started up this um this healthcare app where they, mm-hmm. they want us to kind of, I guess, track everything it is that we're doing. And it just didn't sit well with me. And I guess what the incentive is is that they'll lower your insurance premium if you keep, you know, if you give them all of your information and everything. And I tried to go in there and I noticed it. And, I, you know, and it was just like entirely too much they were asking for, which we know that there's um, no such thing as something for nothing. But, you know, yeah. that just gave me something else to think about with this whole coronavirus that was going out, which, you know, was something that I kind of ignored. Like, I ain't got time for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I thank you for putting that out there because that's some good information to also know. And I want to add, even though I just was so excited to share you here with Planet Remix and, of course, your member of Planet Remix and, of course, a part of Self-Invested Workshop as well, too, um, and have been for some time. But I want to I wanna kind of ask you um, to really kind of share a little bit more about the reason we needed you here, to really bring some wholeness, right, and to bring mm-hmm. some light to what is going on, what is actually happening right now. Because you're on the ground and you work in that field of Mm -hmm. social services, which really speaks to how the people are moving on the planet at this 
Um, it gives us a good insight. And with your background and with the work you've done and the work you're doing now, you could really give us a perspective that many don't get to see. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. So um, what um, the type of work that we do in our department is psych rehab, where we really help people to, like, build skills up to overcome a lot of the obstacles and challenges that people with mental health issues face. And with doing that, of course, we have all of our challenges with um, social media and all of the different stuff that's going on in this world. But what I have noticed on on a bigger scale um, that's, like, right in front of me is, like, how the people, the colleagues that I work with directly on each of the teams that I work with, how um, the things that go on today has been impacting them. And, I mean, like, this energy has been just so twisted as to where, We've been noticing, like, so many people, like, the frustration tolerance at work has gotten, like, really low. And at that time, like, um, earlier in the month, when we were going through, like, that period of uncertainty, right, Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of stuff that was happening at our job where, you know, they they weren't sure if they were going to cancel some of the programs and if they were going to eliminate some departments. And, of course, that had a lot of people on edge and everything. So just adding that into the atmosphere, that, that, that whole element of uncertainty um, was definitely bringing a lot of tension into the air. And then after we got all of that addressed, there was still yeah. like this, this lingering effect that was um, showing up in how they kind of interacted with the people that were even the most vulnerable. So it was seeming like um, we had uh, people that had been seasoned in this field that's been doing this for like quite some time and I'm talking about like over 20 some years that were just wow. like feeling like completely burned out and like didn't want to engage in Iraq like they were starting to become a little bit short tempered so, but then so oh, go ahead yeah yeah no I, I just want to jump in there because you're saying some things that are so powerful So you're saying you guys are in the business of helping people to deal with life challenges and from a mental health perspective and giving them tools and things to work with, but you're finding out that many that are in this profession or offering programs are feeling the same way, stressed out, unable to deal, unable to cope because of these uncertainties and stress that is coming upon them. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know what it makes me think about, Chikesha, and it's so sad to see. I know there was recently just the shooting where someone was fired. Um, I believe I can't remember the state right now from their job and they came back and shot all of those people in the office. But we hear this story so much. It was in Milwaukee where the shooting happened at the factory. And these are at the Coors plant. You know, we got the coronavirus. We got all the COs going on, you know, uh, this type of thing. So you're seeing this. How is it impacting everyone? Because this is almost like a big ecosystem. How is it impacting the people who really need help? 
it's definitely it's definitely a challenge. It seems almost as if everyone has to work a little bit harder. How it's impacting mm-hmm. the people that we have. You know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. In in reality, people are a little bit more resilient than what we give them credit for. And fortunately, mm-hmm. like the members that we work with. Um, because they go through so many changes, they kind of have a lot more sympathy for people um, that are struggling. So if wow. they see, like, um, some of the workers that, you know, that, that they've been working with for quite some time and they're going through something, and, and they can always tell that, you know, just, you know, that, you know, people can read energy too, you know. Yes. And, and when they, <laughs> so when they're, you know, when they're there and they're, you know, and, and there's something that's a little bit off and everything. You know, some of them are mindful enough to where they'll, you know, ask them, hey, what's going on? Or, hey, we noticed that so-and-so was off of their game. And, you know, let's try to see what we can wow. do to support this person. Or, like, they really try to, you know, step in and help out. It's like people um, try to, to show up and nurture or support, you know, whenever they get that opportunity. And it doesn't just isolate itself to people that are, are doing well. There's people that are struggling as well that want to help. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's really where the nurtured is nurturing the nurturers, uh, and vice versa mm-hmm. as as seen needed. That's that really is beautiful. That's beautiful and very encouraging uh to hear about that. And just out and about when it comes, I want from your position, what do you see that's causing all of this chaos that's around us? Um, you, truthfully, what I see that's causing the chaos around us, and it's inside of work and outside of work, and that is, um, for the most part, us not really having our own agendas. Us not, um, and, and, and I can include, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to say myself because lately I've been a lot more mindful, but just like with this, this whole thing yeah. with social media and the ice bucket challenges and, you know, what's hot in fashion and what's cool in the streets and what's going on here, and it's like everyone's being told. Um, what's happening, what's good, wow. what's not, what's, you know, the way to go and how to operate. And so, so now is it, when you is have it, somebody. Mm-hmm. Is uh-huh. it, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but you're just making some wonderful points here. So is it like everyone is just following a fad? So I want to talk about two points here because you mentioned mm. what goes on in social media and people just doing it and the, like the different challenges that are out there. Is this the same way that people are losing their mind over the virus? And what role do you feel the media is playing in all of this happening? Oh, my goodness. The, the media plays a, a huge role in that, like social media and the media in itself. Like, they tell you, you know, like, what you're supposed to wear. They, they tell me what your truth is, like, what's good for you. They give you your image of God, wow. you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and you so, said like, something we, there. You said they give you the image of God. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, when, and when somebody has that level of power, 
You know, I mean, I don't think that people really realize, like, how powerful, like, advertising is and how powerful suggestion is and how powerful, like, other people's influence, like, group think. Like, I have um, a situation at one of the sites that I work with where there are some individuals that are, like, elders that have been seasoned to our process and know a lot of things that need to happen and know how to kind of navigate through different situations. But then they allow, like, the younger uh, people that haven't been there that much longer that really aren't as skilled or really know um, um, how to operate or how to navigate different situations when they would come about, um, they will sit back and just allow um, somebody that they are well aware has no idea of what they're doing just to just to get mm-hmm. just because their voice is a little bit stronger or just because they're a little bit more outspoken and it's and, and it's unfortunate that. Um, we get into a yeah. space where we are in need of such social acceptance that we will sit back and just allow madness to happen and say absolutely nothing. Wow. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. Wow. That's that's good food for thought there. That is. That's really deep. Talk about the rabbit hole and going deep. And so I know for you, you have incorporated many things and this is not just your life work. When we think about spiritual work, you're, you're really doing this on many different fronts. And uh, Mm. that's a big reason, part of the reason why you're in self-invested. You've been in the priestesshood and many other things that you've done, your degree in social service and also your background and uh, Mm. in criminology and many of the things that you've experienced in life. What can you give our soul group to help them ground themselves? What are some of the things that you can give to them to help them with keeping themselves grounded in the times right now? Because there are so many that are listening here that are really looking for a way to be grounded and in this time. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't want to be like what, you know, and, and say what everybody else says, like, you got to know yourself, you got to know yourself. But seriously, at the end of the day, that is truly the key. Like studying yourself is, uh-huh. is the way to be able to connect better with humanity. See, when you study yourself, you kind of know why people operate the way that they do and what their, um, and, and what their I'm not going to say necessarily what people's intentions are because you don't know, but you get a better sense of what people's intentions are when you get a little bit more in tune with human nature. When you start to know yourself, you connect with humanity on a completely different level because you have a lot more compassion. Um, when you start to have yeah. more compassion and acceptance for you spread out all around you, for me, that has been a key for me to be able to ground myself because the first thing that I was doing when I would see somebody and they were doing something that I didn't agree with, automatically the thought that would go in my mind was some judgmental thought of their stupidity or their foolishness or whatever in the hell um, I disapproved of in my mind but not really taking into consideration like what their perspective is on how this situation is going down and how I might have even reacted in a similar situation. Like I had a, when we were going through this, 
period of uncertainty at work. I had one of my colleagues that kind of like um, tried to put themselves in a position to shine a light on them, to cast a, a brighter light on themselves, um, you know what I'm saying, and take it away from where I'm at just so that they can make sure that they secured their position in this game. Right. Now, ordinarily, I'm thinking, like, this is a colleague of mine. We spent a lot of time working together. I thought we was better than that. But then I could have held on to that charge of energy and been on some bullshit and just been, you know what I'm saying, a little bit everywhere, right. which is where I started at first. But to get myself grounded, in that in, in that particular time is to recognize what human nature is. And then at the end of the day, if it comes down between me and you, it's definitely going to be me I'm choosing. So why would I think that he's going to do something different? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And just being mm-hmm. in that space of acceptance and recognizing that people are going to look out for their self. They're looking out for their best interest. Let's yeah. not get it twisted. And just right. being in a space of protecting yourself all of the time so that you can stay grounded. When you're protected, you start feeling like the Teflon Dawn, like you're untouchable, you know. So right. when I get in the morning, I start on that work first thing in the morning, like my shower is that work I do, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The whole morning ritual is all about, like, protecting myself. So I come in there, I'm not worried about it. I don't think that somebody's out to get me somebody's trying to cut me down or stab me in the back or anything like that. But that protection is all so that none of that other stuff bothers me, you know, and I'm also keeping myself in check by recognizing how humanity works anyway, you know, Mm. and at the same time still being in a space of loving myself enough to accept where I'm at in that process and keep moving so that I can do what's best for me, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really great point. Well, I thank you so much for coming on, Shakesha, Priestess, Divine Priestess, Shakesha. No doubt. No doubt. Love to have you come on the platform and, and definitely, you know, having you with us, you know. Uh, on Planet Remix and, and, you know, a part of everything that we do. Definitely keep us posted on what's going on. Uh, We'll be touching basis and touching in on that. I'm going to be posting everyone who's on the show, their contact, but I know you have some contact as well for people to connect with you on social media, to connect with you on your podcast and all of that. You know, um, we definitely want to, you know, we'll keep Shakesha, Priestess Shakesha close, you know, um, because she is working. Thank you so much for the work that you are doing. Yeah. For the work that you're doing. Yeah. Thank you very much for just helping me on this journey and to be in a space to be able to to give back and to show people Uh love at this point. I just, you know, I really appreciate it, and I just can't say enough about being self-invested. Like, that's some life-changing stuff right there, y'all, seriously, like, without a doubt, no doubt about it, life-changing stuff. And, I mean, just to, to be in a space to, um, to, to, to connect with the priesthood, that has allowed me um, an opportunity to really examine myself and to really mm-hmm. – um, to, to get in that space of acceptance and, the, and healing 
and, and, and it helps me to be able to connect with all of those people that's around me a lot better. No, I have not arrived, but um, I definitely have um, made a lot of improvement, and, and I continue to do that. And my connection with other people in this world is just so much stronger and so much better because of that. So, yeah, wow. definitely get self-invested, wow. family. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Wow. You sound amazing. It means so much to us. And we love you. We love you and we thank you. I yeah. love you all. Thank you. Yeah. Powerful. Thank you, Shakesha. Hold the line. Wow. What an amazing insight. Insight, you guys. Really, we just knew how important it was for us to be able to um to bring to bring you the people that are that are that are in self invested that is doing the work the priestesshood so that they can bring some more perspectives you know from all different perspectives not just one view we want you guys to just know the fullness and it's so many of you amazing amazing magic makers out there so we have more to come, <laughs> more to come, more to come. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Powerful. So powerful. We'll be right back. Right back.
So coming up next, we definitely have one of Planet Remix's own. She has been a part of Self-Invested, also has worked closely with Brother Bilal in the Brothers Workshop, and uh, just all around Planet Remix family member. Yeah. And this is the part I've been waiting on. We've been waiting on this. <laughs> We've been waiting on this. My 401k. We've been waiting on this. So we're going to welcome, welcome to Planet Remix for the very first time, of course, Kevin. We're going to go ahead and bring Kevin on. Uh, yeah. Peace and greetings, Kevin. <laughs> Hi, Miss Blue. <laughs> I'm over here laughing. My 401k. I'm laughing because... I was like, whoa, hold on. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, greetings, Kevin. Um, greetings, Miss Blue. Hi, Brother Bilal. Yeah, um, yeah. Brother Bilal is listening in. Look, before we get started, Kevin, let's do this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 yes, I want you to talk about that stock market because I've witnessed the stock take a dive over these last twenty three days. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm yeah. Well. Um, so tell us tell us a little bit about you. You know. Tell tell Planet Remix, yeah. Well, my background is in art. Um I was mm-hmm. actually an art major and I worked in the field of illustration and animation. Uh, for years, mm. I worked in freelance illustration, and I also worked for various animation companies um, doing things like creating um, teaching decks for kids. You know, um, like if back when they used to have flash animation on the internet. Um, oh, wow. yes. I used to create the animations for that that would teach kids about adding and subscri- subtraction, multiplication. I would create all the animations for those um, tutorials for kids. I also did freelance work in the game industry because I also do 3D animation and computer graphics. Okay. Um, I've worked as a teacher I used to teach computer graphics when we lived in Chicago. Wow. And over time, I got into blogging because I had my own blog for a while, and that's what really got me into writing. I I came to the realization that I had uh, a knack for writing while I started writing, mm. when I started writing my blog. My blog was on technology and social media at the time. And wow. I, that's back when I first joined Twitter, probably back in 2009 or so. That's what yeah. was like my first introduction to social media. And I fell in love with it to the point that I changed career fields. I left the art field and went into communications and started wow. working in the field of social media. Wow. And that's where I'm, that's the field <laughs> I still work in, work in now. 
Well, we have the right person for this topic tonight, and I see why. Uh, I see why, because you and Alex be dropping it together. I'm telling you, like, it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. Wow, that's like six different lives, Kevin. Like, seriously, talk about having multiple lives. You got like six lives. Wow. Yeah, wow. I've had vastly different careers, but um, my my wife and I are been joking recently because even though I left the field of art, my new job, once my manager discovered that I knew how to do animation and video editing, that she transferred me to doing mostly video editing at this job, even though I work in social media. So I still do art. It's just in a completely different um, different field. Wow, and and definitely shouts out to your lovely wife, who's also a part of Self Invested Planet Remix and is a divine priestess as well. So shouts out to Jasmine, uh, sending her love. Yeah, wow, wow. Mm. You know, I want to start here. Okay. You had an email that went out that I was attached to, and mm-hmm. you called email Black Monday and then Kevin this past Monday shit hit the fan (laughs) it just Black Monday just happened so I want to talk about what in the heck does the stock market have to do with the coronavirus 23 days later. Hmm. Yes. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, that, that, the Black Monday email I sent, I was doing a lot of research around the time of Kobe Bryant's passing. And um, there were a lot of events happening at the time. There were the wildfires wow. were going on. There were earthquakes. Um, wow. Just a lot of destructive energy <laughs> all around the planet wow. at the time. And my train of thought makes me move from like one word to another, like just making connections. So I was looking at the earthquake that happened in Jamaica at the time. And then wow. that reminded me of, of the earthquake. And um, there was another earthquake a couple of years back in Puerto Rico that really destroyed their country and ultimately led um, the president to refuse to give them aid and all that stuff. Um, So I was looking at the wording of it and I, I speak, I mean, grade school Spanish, you know, um, when you learn it in like um, junior high or high school or something. So I was looking at Puerto Rico and I was thinking that's, that looks like, um, Port of the Rich. So I looked it up, and that's what it meant. Mm. And I wait a minute, wait a minute. This. Let me let me stop you right there because you just said something profound. I was just watching HGTV, and uh, they well, it wasn't HG. It was um, it was restaurant uh, rescue restaurant the TV show. They were in Puerto Rico. You know, people are still living outside there. Like they're still living outside the hurricane 
happen. But I want to go back to what you said about Puerto Rich, Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rich. Talk about that for just a second. Yes, the the name Puerto Rico translates to Port of the Rich. And it's I suspect it goes wow. back to the time of you know, sailing ships and piracy and all that from back in the day. I never knew that. And I absolutely never knew that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, a while back, last, um, last year, in the beginning of the year, my family and I, we went to Barbados for um, vacation. And I recall, I think I sent you an email at the time, and I, my thinking when I was in Barbados is that there's a lot of wealth energy in the Caribbean. Even though the, mm. a lot of the islands are poor, like the people themselves mm-hmm. are poor, but just the energy that you feel there, there's like super wealth in the Caribbean. And the island that we were in, Barbados, it's famous for its banking community because that's where a lot of the wealthy people all around the world that's where they store their money outside of um, tax havens and things like that. So oh, really? Lot, yeah. <laughs> um, Barbados, Barbados is gorgeous and pretty prosperous, yes, it but, it was, but it's because of the external wealth that's parked there. Mm. Um, so I, I got the same feeling about Puerto Rico. It, it was, it was a place where corporations were parking their wealth because Puerto Rico gave um, U.S. corporations major tax incentives to open their businesses in Puerto Rico and create jobs there. Mm. And then as those incentives ran out, all the corporations pulled out. And it was wow. that pulling out that tanked their economy because they couldn't get the jobs back. Um, wow. So when I was looking at that, and I was looking at the word Richter scale, because Richter scale is what is used to judge the magnitude of an earthquake. Yes. Uh, I noticed that if you drop the T out of the word, it became richer scale. And since Puerto hmm. Rico is the port of, is the wow. port of the rich. Richer scale. Wow. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm yeah. just kind of in yeah. awe. I'm listening. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Yeah, when you when you view the word as richer scale, it it correlates to the stock market because I was going to say that the, kind of like up and down and up and down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the same the same pattern that that an earthquake um, shows is the same pattern that we saw this week on the stock market. Um, a sharp incline and a minute. sharp drop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're telling me if I were to pull up the Richter scale for earthquakes, it looks yes. exactly like the stock market scale. Yes, it, it, it does. Exactly down. like it. <laughs> wow. Similar to our heartbeats as well. Yes, when heartbeats we as well. Home. Yeah. All exactly. connected. And the more they keep dropping that scale, the more my stock keep dropping, the more my heart keeps. Anyway, go ahead, Kevin. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> um, so, so um, yeah, the conclusion I came to from that was when 
Puerto Rico filed for bankruptcy, that was symbolic of the Richter scale flipping, meaning uh, uh, switch from rich to poor. Because wow. if that was the port of the rich and it went bankrupt, that's telling you that the rich were heading towards bankruptcy. Wow. And so that's how you came up with the Black Monday. Monday, yeah. That's, how, that's what led me to the Black Monday. Oh, my goodness. Because, because that represented a stock market crash. You guys better know your magic. <laughs> if that ain't some magic, I don't know what is, because Kevin sent that email way before the Monday and named it Black Monday. And sure enough, Monday came, and boy, oh, boy. Wow, my daddy used to say, living off the faith of the land. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> well, the fat of the land, faith, fat, you know, same, of the land. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. So I'm still listening because I want to see how this is connected to the coronavirus. And I know you made that connection. Yeah, so um, the previous caller, you were talking to her about the the Coors factory shooting. Yeah. Where an employee an employee was fired and he left Pretty work. He, he, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he snuck back in with someone else's ID because they took his ID, but he snuck back in somehow with someone else's ID and killed several of his coworkers and killed himself. Mm. And this happened wow. at a beer, a beer factory. Yes. Um, like I took notes before the show, but when you said that it fit exactly in what I was about to say, because wow. in my, in my notes here, I have that last week they did a poll of um, beer drinkers across the United States. And the results came back that, 38% of American beer drinkers said they will never buy Corona beer under any circumstance because Whoa. they're terrified of the coronavirus. Wow. Are you serious? Yes. This is, this is <gasps> real huh? news. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. So they refuse. Yeah, you know, and and, and I want to I want to add this as you tie that in, because I'm a little confused. Isn't the coronavirus? Isn't that a Mexican beer? Corona beer is Mexican, and there's no so, but, sensible way to make a connection between <laughs> a virus and a beer. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying. But but it, it also shows us how words with the same sound play out in people's minds, right? Because it's... Uh, so true. So true. Corona, corona beer and coronavirus aren't the same thing, but in people's That's minds, right. they see it as the same thing. And That is so the deep. Article, that is so deep. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The article was saying people are searching Google to see, does corona beer cause coronavirus? You know what, we, we've, you know what, I want you guys to definitely pass this show on to anyone you know 
that could benefit from it. So whether you're whether you're out in public, I just want y'all to get, you know, hashtag Planet Remix Radio, and let people know so they can so they can come here and get this good stuff because this this is almost maddening. And I'll tell you, Kevin, right before we were about to go live, someone sent me an article, and the article was of a man that was going around robbing people. And guess what he was using mm. as his weapon? His weapon mm. was he was telling people, if you call the police on me, I will cough on you because I got the coronavirus. And he had oh, robbed wow. several people. He robbed, you guys can go, he robbed several people and told them, ah, if you touch that phone, I'm going to cough on you. And they said that's why they didn't call. They let him take his money, take the stuff from them. <laughs> We're laughing. <laughs> it's not funny, but oh my goodness. Really? He robbed them and told down. them, if you move, nobody move, nobody get hurt, because I'm a cough on you, and I got the coronavirus. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, hit like subscribe, and pass the show on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's, am- that's amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, this brings us to another form of the word beer, because we're talking about Corona beer. Um, yes. A, a beer market in the stock market is when the stock market is going down. So you have a bull market when stocks are rising, and you have a bear market when stocks are going down and people are selling. Mm-hmm. And that's what we that's what we experienced this week. We experienced a bear market. Um, I also remember that you did a show a couple of years back where you were talking about the fair index that they used to yes. track the volatility of the economy and the stock market. And recently in the last um, couple of weeks, the fair index has tripled from its normal rate. Um, oh, really? That that it that it tracks. It, it hovers somewhere around fourteen or nineteen, and now it's up to about forty nine. So it's spiked tremendously. Wow! In the wake of this um, coronavirus. Hold, scare. hold on, hold on. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about this for just a second because you brought something back to my memory. You said the fear index. Yes. So let me ask you, what do you think about tomorrow's stock exchange? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I think it's going to continue to go down tomorrow because mm-hmm. they wow. they don't there's uncertainty and that's what's driving it uh, a lot of in in my research what I've seen is that the a lot of stockbrokers pull their money out of the stock market which is very volatile right now and try to put it into the bond market which is long term like a 10 year bond based yes. on mortgages and debt. But the problem they're running into is 
the ten-year bond is down also. So wow, the, the, there's like no safe place to put the money e- either way, long-term or short-term. They're still running into the same problem. So I, I don't see it correcting itself immediately. Wow. So another thing, and I, I just have to throw this in there. I am so glad I got my Jupiter money kit, and I know you guys are too that have it. <laughs> but um, listen, do you think, and I want you to think about this, Kevin, do you think this was already going to happen? Because back in the summer of 2019, We Mm -hmm. were speaking Mm -hmm. of China. Remember the show we did on that? And China had all the tea in China? Yeah. I I do think it was going to (laughs) happen either way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. It was was already happening because... um, there was already an ongoing trade war between the United States and China. And yes. when when they raised the tariffs on Chinese products, um, major companies pulled all of their manufacturing out of China already and changed to other Southeast Asian countries. So China was already losing manufacturing money and jobs because of the trade war. Um, wow. Like I, I have here that over 50 major companies left China in 2019 alone, just so that they wouldn't have to pay the extra tariff on their on their products. Wow. Um, also, China's economy. Yeah, China's economy was at a 30-year low last year in 2019. So Wait a last minute. year, your economy was at a low. Yes, and it's in terms of growth. So if it was growing okay. um, at 8% or 10% a year, it's down to uh-huh. about 6% a year now. So that's the lowest it's been in since 1990. Mm. So their economy wow. was already slowing down. It wasn't it, – when there was a time when China had double-digit annual yes. growth for its economy, and now it's down into the less than 10%. So it was already slowing down. It was slowing mm. down. It was in a trade war, and companies were already fleeing China. So it was – they were facing a lot of uh, obstacles already prior to this um, coronavirus. Um, yeah, so I guess it's safe to say even with this coronavirus coming up, there is a lot more than meets the eye that is going on. So it's kind of like a lot of this coronavirus virus is somewhat of a distraction from some of the other things that was sort of imploding from within on itself. The show me and Brother Bilal did, and we talked about how our economy was collapsing from within. Mm-hmm. And this is why it was hard for people to tell that things were folding on themselves. And we talked to you guys about this a few years ago. We talked about all the stores that are closing. Look at all of these powerhouse, you know, Amazon just announced that it's going to be laying off thousands of its workers coming up, you know, stores like Toys R Us that 
are no longer around that have shut their doors and closed and, you know, companies cutting back, you know, places like J.C. Penney's attempting to reinvent themselves. Big powerhouses like Sears going away. And several years prior, we told you no longer will light bulbs, fluorescent light bulbs, be made in America anymore. These were taken and moved outside of the country. So this corona distraction, this is really has a lot of different things. So in your perspective, are we in a good space? If nothing is safe, are we are we in a good space, you know? Because it seems like what's happening is we're sort of kind of cutting the fat, like the fat is getting away. You know, a lot of these yeah. corporations, yeah. businesses, and structures, you know, they've been fat and full, and now the fat is getting cut away. Yeah, so, I, I would say, mm-hmm. I would say, I would say we're in a good place because none of the money actually went away. When when they say the stock market crashed and billions of dollars got wiped out, it was all ones and zeros in a computer. I mean, money didn't go away. It, it's 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 all in our minds. <laughs> wow! Did you guys hear this? Did you hear this? So they're really using the binary codes. You know how you like to listen to your binary beats when you're going to sleep? They're using the binary code crashing. Correct. Wow. And the um, the previous stock market crash also happened largely because of the computer systems, because the computer systems were programmed to sell once a stock reached a certain point, and they didn't program the software smart enough to know that if you're overselling, you'd crash the entire market. So wow. that's what caused one of the one of the previous crashes. I think. 2008 and before that was the software, like oversold, like um, and that's what caused one of the crashes. So it 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 is. It's just hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Something just hit me. I'm sorry, Kevin. Something just hit me. You know the big thing that happened is Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Mardi Gras yeah. had Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was Fat Tuesday. Then after Fat Tuesday, it was Black Monday. And then it just hit me. It was just Ash Wednesday. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Is Black Monday after Fat Tuesday? Let me, is is that the case? Do I have the order right or is it before? Fat Tuesday and then Black Monday or is it? Yeah, Friday but and I then, think Fat Tuesday happened the week before. Yes, Fat Tuesday was before and then the email came out about Black Monday. This is so deep, you guys. And then Ash Wednesday. Mm. This is deep. It's really um, in, in terms of the uh, Chinese economy, 
I mean, Hong Kong isn't considered part of China because it's um, it was British. It was owned by the British. But yes. Hong Kong has been having protests against China for the last year, and Hong Kong's economy was also in a recession for most of 2019 before the coronavirus wow. ever hit. Wow. And it just came out this week that in order to stimulate their economy, Hong Kong is planning to give $1,200 to every adult in the country. Wow. They're giving it to 7 million people are going to get $1,200. And that comes out to $15.4 billion in an attempt to restart their economy in in the wake of the coronavirus. In the midst of this coronavirus, this is Hong Kong that's giving out this money to all of its people. Yes. Because they're losing so much. Well, you know what? This is way too much going on at one time. (laughs) This is why it's so hard to keep up with all of these events. This is insane. Wow. They're losing money because while the protests were happening, their borders got shut down between them and China. The rail systems got shut down between them and China. And their airports got shut down because tourists weren't flying into Hong Kong anymore. So they, their economy was tanking. So the only uh, way gotcha. for them to fix it was to give, they're basically giving the money away in the hope that people come and spend it, that their citizens will start gotcha. spending it. Wow. Wow. That's a double wow. That's a double wow. But I guess it's a way of taking care of um, their business. Now, when it comes to the coronavirus, it didn't start in Hong Kong, did it? Started in mainland China, um, in Wuhan. In Wuhan, that's right. Yeah, the sister, um, um, Alex was talking about that. It started in Wuhan. So let me ask you, Kevin, what do you suggest to stay grounded? Because if we look from the outside, it looks like chaos. Now, how do we ground ourselves in all of this, especially when it's coming from one of those places that is so critical, the financial pockets that is being impacted? Mm. So I I was looking into different um, movies that triggered fear in people, mm. and I... I came across the movie Bird Box. Bird Box came out two years ago on Netflix. That's right. Wow. And it was about a virus. It was about um, a virus that was spreading based on people unable to see. Wow. Not able to see. What a metaphor there. We are in 2020, the year of sight. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, um, so the plot of Bird Box is that this mother and her kids are trying to make it to safety, but to make it to safety, they have to wear blindfolds because if they see this evil creature or something like that, it'll make them want to kill themselves and make them commit suicide. That's the general Mm. plot of it. But the... um, 
I guess the subliminal plot of it is that there, the writer was really talking about modern technology and computers because they were showing there's a point in the movie where they thought if they looked at a computer screen instead of looking directly at the monster, they could survive it. They thought they could just look at a huh. video feed of it to see what, see what was haunting them. And even when they looked at a video feed of it, it had the same effect. It still killed them. Um, wow. And this was like a play on social media. So when you, when you ask what can people do to stay out of this and ground themselves, I would say to avoid the hysteria that's happening on social media around it and mm-hmm. avoid the hysteria that the media is pumping out. Because wow. the media, it's like the media is gaming people. Um, because if you if you just type stock market into Google, the first article will tell you there's a major sell-off. And the second article will tell you now is a time to buy because stocks are at an all-time low. And then the next article will tell you is don't worry about your 401k, leave it for the next 30 years. Like you'll get every possible answer imaginable just off a of stock mm-hmm. market. So, so it's, you're being led into more chaos. Even if you watch the news and try to become educated about it, it's still misleading. Yeah. They're still pointing you in multiple directions. So I, I would, the best thing you could do is to actually tune it out. Tune it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Definitely food for thought. And yeah, that movie, I forgot. I never really watched um, Bird Box, um, but I remember all of the hype that was there and everything that everyone was talking about, about that movie and how it just went viral, you know? It just mm-hmm. went completely viral. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Kevin, thank you. So much. I, w- I want you to to listen to something, though. Um, okay. I want you to listen to this. Um, hmm. And I thought about what you were saying about Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the port of the rich. The port of the rich. And it it just made me think of this. Pulling out the coop in the lot, turning for a twelve for a squat, busting all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box, and it's just sick in the box. Port of the rich. Yes, it is. The mojo deal, we be trapping like the eight. She said the nigga so got cash out. Told on wife a nigga no. They slash that. I won't never sell my soul. And I can take that. And I really wanna know. Where you at, where? I was that bad. Where the stash at? Cruise the city in a bulletproof Cadillac. Cause I know these niggas have to wear the bag at. Gotta move smarter. Nigga try to get me, find my water. I live that down on my son, on my daughter. 
I had the Draco with me, Dwayne Carter. A lot of niggas out here playing, they ballin'. I done put my whole arm in the rim, bitch, caught And I know poppy get a key for the party. Shotty belly skin, double C's, I bought Got a bitch that's looking like a little, she a model. I got pink slips, uh, my whip, pink lips. Cousin, I'm about to get the key to the city. Patty, like the city. Get it out of the coop at the lot. Turn up for a 12 for a squat. Ayy. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deal. We been trapping like the '80s. She touched a nigga so. Just wanted you to, you know, hear that. You're on to something. You're really on to something. This song right here is number one right now for seven weeks in a row. And it's called The Box. Body Rich and The Box. That's why he talks about being antisocial. But you're really on to something. But Kevin, tell everyone yep. about your book that you're writing. That was the Porter Rich right there. The box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm I'm writing a book about how would I I'm writing a book that has a plot about a detective that falls in love with a exotic dancer. And it's it's telling the story of the process like it's telling the story of I guess the trials and tribulations of feminine energy on this planet, everything it has been through. So <clears throat> it but it's being it's being told through the lens of um sexuality and stripping and and vice in America is, is the wow. lens that's being being told there. Uh and I get you view the entire story through the eyes of the detective as he goes about investigating um <laughs> a murder and he he works with a lot of women who work in the red light district, you know. Um, yeah. women who work in there are women in the book that are prostitutes. There are women in the book that are strippers. And you see how, um, and, and, and I think they like the to call themselves Kevin sex workers. Now I think that's the new name. You know, we like to be sex politically workers. correct. They are <laughs> sex workers. You know, Steven Spielberg's daughter just came out and announced, well, she announced to her family first, and then she announced to the world that she was entering into sex work. She was a sex worker. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. This is definitely going to be a bestseller. <laughs> um, do you know what else happened after the Super Bowl? After the Super Bowl, um, we were talking in Self-Invested. When we first started talking about my novel in Self-Invested, I was saying that the strip club is a metaphor for a voodoo temple. And I was talking about how when the stripper comes down the pole, it represents like feminine energy coming from the spirit world coming down. Mm -hmm. We had that talk, I think on the Saturday 
And the next yeah. day was the Super Bowl, and J Lo performed as a stripper at the Super Bowl. The very she next sure day. did. She sure did. Wow, I forgot about that. You're absolutely right. Wow, wow. Don't y'all get no ideas? Get the hopping on poles. <laughs> <laughs> um, two two um, major things happened after that. One was the guy um, tried to sue the Super Bowl because he said he was so uh-huh. offended by J-Lo's performance because there was wow. some sexuality on, on the screen. He wanted, to, he wanted to sue CBS and the Super Bowl for allowing her to perform on a stripper pole. And the other thing that happened was a group of strippers wrote op-ed pieces saying that J-Lo was exploiting sex workers by performing wow. on stage as a sex worker without ever speaking in the media and advocating on the part of sex workers. What? Yes, this really happened. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, FKA Twigs. Yes, she got a video of her on a sex. I didn't know all of this drama was going on. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. Well, Kevin, we are so excited, so honored to have you come on and, you know, share this insight with us and help us put some of these pieces together from your perspective and really just to bring some wholeness to the conversation about what's happening right now and what's kind of going on all over and uh, we are anxiously waiting on the book. We cannot wait until you finish that book. Uh, definitely, we will have to make that, you know, you have our full support here on Planet Remix to support you uh, when you finish that book. So, Kevin, I want to thank you so much for coming on, sharing your perspective with us. And I know you'll be getting it in and always sharing that with us in Self-Invested. Um, all the time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for having me on, Ms. Blue. Um, oh, you are great. so welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And shout out wow. to Brother Bilal, because he's been really instrumental in helping us to grow, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out. Yes, and much love to you, Kevin. Thank you so much. We're going to take a break here. Kevin, hold the line. We still have more to come, everyone. The Corona Crown Jewel creator and creation live on Planet Remix, you guys.
All right, you guys. Woo! Such beautiful information. <laughs> so, we have next. And, um, hmm. I, I want to say this. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> and uh, just enjoying everyone who's coming on. Speaking, sharing, and uh, really giving you guys sort of some inside look. I know you guys connect in the Blue Room and on social media, but you get to see Planet Remix in a totally different perspective, <laughs> and I'm loving it. So, hmm. Now, I'm super excited for our next special guest to come on, as with all of them who have been totally amazing. I want to kind of give you a little bit of background on the sister who's coming on. She's a divine priestess as well. She's a licensed herbalist, an acupuncturist, she studies in one of her major disciplines is in the area of Eastern medicine. She's a practitioner. And she has worked with patients and studied from everywhere from Texas all the way to China. She's currently right now doing research in Central America and is totally, absolutely, positively dedicated <laughs> to learning <laughs> and healing. <laughs> and you hear her laughing in the background. Yeah. And um, just all about learning and healing. She's a part of Planet Remix, a member of Self-Invested, and a divine priestess. She has created personalized holistic programs for women to heal from emotional and chronic health issues all over the world. And one of her main guides that she used to infuse all of these things that she's doing, intuition. It's rooted and supported by Chinese medicine. And so if you guys would please help me welcome Priestess K <laughs> to Planet Remix. <laughs> Greetings, K. <laughs> hey, Miss Blue. <laughs> hey, Brother Bilal. Hey, family. <laughs> yeah, just had to bring you on with that introduction and I'm going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit so people can really understand the dedication here. Currently right now, where are you calling us from? Um, I'm in Belize right now. Yeah. And what time is it in Belize? It's, um, we're on Central Standard Time right now. So mm -hmm. I have 1219. Yeah. Twelve nineteen. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, it is good to have you here with a beautiful connection and everything. So we're going to jump 
right end because I really want to get your perspective and we knew it would be important to have you a part of this process, Kay, because number one, you lived in China. That's 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 straight off the cuff. <laughs> you lived in China. So I want to talk about, right. because so much is going on, you know, with the coronavirus, and we kind of talked about the atmosphere. And even though we're not in China right now, I'm sure we have some listening from China, but um, it's affecting everyone around the world. And, you know, right. Shakesha came on and she talked about the environment, what's going on. Kevin came on, talked about it from a financial point of view, and Alex came on and really just kind of gave us a breakdown of the overall system of just understanding where we are with this. So I want to talk to you, and we're just going to dive straight in and anchor this down to a point of talking directly about hmm, China where this all was said to have start and the coronavirus. But first of all, share with us what it was like living in China. All right. So the place that I was in in China, um, they call it a town. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, It's called Tianjin. So there are different regions of China, so it's going to be a little different depending on where you're at. But um, so I was there for an internship, and I had a roommate. So uh, she was Chinese, so I got to ask her a lot of questions to help me, you know, figure out some things that that yeah. were going on. So um, I want to talk about like one of the first things that was just re- really different for me. So waking up every morning, um, maybe about six thirty something like that, to firecrackers. <laughs> and firecrackers Waiting. going off for, I couldn't even, I don't even know how long. And so I thought it was an alarm clock. But I asked my roommate, you know, what's going on. And she was like, oh, no, that's not an alarm clock. Like, they're not trying to wake us up. They are, they actually um, light the firecrackers for all the people who passed away the night before. So you will see, like, Wait a businesses minute. Hold on, and, you know, schools. Hold yeah. on. Okay. So they were popping okay. firecrackers for the people who passed away the night before? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So I'm like, still with you. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. So, like, all around the the town, you know, in front of businesses, in front of the school where we were, everywhere. So that was kind of like their way of their way of honoring all those people. Yeah, but was it a lot um, of people so, passing away? Like what were they passing it, away of? So many. I don't know. I I do not know. So many. Like I, I can't even remember like how long the firecrackers went on. Um but I just had to ask one day because I'm like, um this gotta be something different than, you know, what I'm thinking. So yeah. I, I I do not know. I don't know how wow. many um, so with that, at the same time during the morning, a lot of the factories, um, I, they call it waking up. <laughs> a lot of the factories are waking up. And so they would also like start everything up in the factory. So then there's a lot of smoke from the firecrackers and then a lot of smoke from the factory. So it would kind of like all mix in together. Yeah. So when you wake up, there's like a cloud 
in the room, like a cloud outside, like, you know. Wow. And so that also mixed in the part of China that I was in. Um, it's very, it was very, like, uh, dusty. They had a lot of dust storms. So you would mix all that in with the dust. And so in that town, that was the main reason why people wore masks all the time, just you know, having to deal with that. So this, so, so um, this I mask to, thing, mm-hmm. yeah, this mask thing is not new to them. Oh, not at all. No. Mm. Okay. So okay. many people wear it. And, you know, in that town specifically for that reason, just to not get the dust in their, in their lungs. Wow. So I just got in the habit of it um, and, you know, doing that every day, you know, cause I was um, a really big, big change for me to have to, to deal with. Um, so along with that, like I said, I was in a, in a town. That's what they called it because they said it was somewhere between a village and a city. But there were over 15 million people in this town. <laughs> so wait a minute. I was going to ask you about, wait a minute, 15 million people in a town? Yeah. So I'm, they were like, it's not a, it's not a village, but it's not a city. So it's kind of like a town, and you know, there's 15 million people. So I was like, wow, this is the biggest town I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, wow. Yeah. Um, that was the next like a little bit of a shock for me, and just really realizing there there was no such thing as like personal space or privacy, none, like none, nowhere that you go. Um, (laughs) There were several times where I would just feel like hands in my hair. Like, I'm just like, what's going on? Like, and people were just like talking like, oh, you know, what's this? I didn't know what they were saying, of course, but, um, you know, and I learned how to wrap my hair up, you know, after that, because I'm like, oh, I can't keep having this. But um, yeah, Yeah. they just were curious, like, what's going on? And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, so that kind of happened um, everywhere <laughs> that we went. I mean, very kind, very nice people. But like I said, they're yes. everywhere. It's, it's so many people. So, And they're, they're used to that. They're used you, to being like, able to be close to each other. million people in a town yes. walking down the street. It must have been... Mm-hmm overwhelming. So so let's talk about that. You said you were there for an internship and what were you interning for? Mm-hmm. What were you studying at the time? Right. So I was taking another internship for um acupuncture, herbs and just Chinese medicine as a whole. So mm-hmm. that was that internship. You know, and we yeah. were learning some different things about like how they do it in China. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and I noticed you said as a whole, which has been our theme for tonight, which is so powerful. But let oh, me yeah. ask you, that, that particular school mm-hmm. that you were going to, all the way mm-hmm. to China, mm-hmm. is it because it was one of the best in the world in Chinese medicine or going back to, to sort of like going back to the motherland that gave birth to it, like the creator and the creation, you know? Like all the way to China. Okay, um, it was a, I would say both, and yeah, 
the reason being is this one of the, one of the reasons was of course they wanted us to see you know kind of the difference in how they do things in China versus the U.S. when it comes to you know that medicine. So you're talking about and even Chinese medicine is done famous in that arena for. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Different. Yeah, it, it's very different. Yeah, um, from the U.S. to China. Um, and that particular school I went to, we were also learning about stroke. They, it, it was famous for stroke therapy. Wow. Wow. So a lot of different um, and helping people when it came to that. So um, that's what they were famous for. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So, so with the acupuncture and everything, like how to go about helping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to ask you. Because you, you said something that was key. You said even though we there are people who practice Chinese medicine in the West, we'll say Western world, you said it's completely different mm-hmm. than how they practice it in the East, in China. And so you got a chance to really see it both hands, see how we practice it here in the West and how it's practiced mm-hmm. and also done in the East. So with that being said, Talk to us a little bit mm-hmm. so we can get some insight on what health and healing looks like in China, like their hospitals. And, you know, because we have this perception of when we think about okay. China, I think a lot of times we go back to what we've seen in movies and we think absolutely everything, and it could be true. It's about the herbs and the healing and everyone sitting around meditating mm-hmm. and, you know, eating right and taking care of themselves and doing all the right things. What does health and healing look like in China when you were there? What did it look like mm-hmm. to you? Okay. I'll start with the thing that was the most kind of shocking for me. Um mm-hmm. I did not know that you could not do certain energy works in China. So I'm thinking, ooh, I'm going to go here. Say what? Gonna, you know, be doing Say some chi. Yeah. yeah. Some chi dog. I'm going you know, like, to No. <laughs> like, and I, I will have to say my group, they did wow. not inform me. Um, I'm not sure exactly why. But they didn't inform me. So I'm like, yeah, like, when can we do, you know, Qigong? They're like, don't say that, don't say that, you can't say that here. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, like, why? Like, what is really going on? You have all things like that, exercises. They do not, yeah, you, you can't call it, especially Qigong. Um, so well, for me, I did some exercises with some of the older people, because a lot of the younger people um, don't really necessarily do that as much or maybe you know they don't want to be out in the open with it um they do do a little bit more tai chi and yeah they kind of get together in the morning and do it but we weren't allowed to <laughs> but what, yeah, what's going on of, with that like why not why not did they say what was actually, up with that sometimes like... i actually sometimes some questions you know they get answered and other ones not <laughs> and for them so we we've been watching too me, many you know, Bruce Lee movies. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> thinking <laughs> thinking that everybody's no, around there kung fu fighting, you know. Wow. Mm-mm. No, there's certain places for that, but I would just say in general, you will see some people doing exercises 
you know, <laughs> and some other things. But um, no. And again, that's the place I was I was in. You know. Right. So you um, said, what other so kind of shocking energy work could not be practiced where you were? Um, they just. That's mostly. That's mostly what I noticed. Like you just yeah. couldn't say those things, you know, um, as as openly as I thought you would be able to. Um, right. But also, when it when it comes to the hospitals. Um, the hospitals are combined with what we would call biomedicine, so Western medicine with Chinese medicine. So you'll have all these different floors, and some of the floors will be dedicated to, you know, uh, pharmacy and surgery yeah. and all these kind of things. And other floors will be dedicated to, you know, herbal medicine, acupuncture, these kind of things. Um, mm. And in China, if some of the acupuncturists, for example, are also – medical doctors or, you know, so someone may go do a surgery and then he'll go back to another floor and now he's the acupuncturist and they go to school wow. equally uh, for those things. So, you know, it's not like he's a surgeon, he takes a class and now he's doing acupuncture. No, he went to school the same amount of time for both of them. Um, wow. So I thought that was very interesting um, to be able to yeah. see that. But I would still have to say that it kind of leans a little bit more towards the Western medicine when you go to the hospital. So when you go to the hospital in China, it's more towards Western medicine Mm -hmm. than it is holistic? Yeah, it has a little slant (laughs) towards towards what we would call (laughs) biomedicine. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been doing surgeries for thousands of years, so, you know, but as far as some of the technology, some of the medications and things, like, yeah, so... That was interesting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. To say the least, that was really, really interesting. So, <laughs> you know, my my next question is, um, for you, what impact mm-hmm. did this have on your perception of what you were studying and what you were working on in China? Mm. I would say for me, one of the biggest impacts was to be able to see what it looked like to have a a hospital or have a place where there was Western medicine and Eastern medicine, you know, where you could go get medication and herbs, you know, that type of thing. So I was like, okay, this is get a person, you know, kind of what they need (laughs) depending on, on what's going on with them. So, yeah. That was eye yeah. for me. Yeah, and and be honest, mm-hmm. Kate. Do the doctors, mm-hmm. depending on their discipline of study, get the same respect? And I guess what I mean, if I'm a surgeon, do I get the same respect as a surgeon, a medical doctor, as I do as a herbalist? How is that seen? Hmm. Okay. No, they don't. They have different levels, and. I will say this, um, when we're talking about the natural medicines in China, so the acupuncture and herbs, and there's some other things that go along with that, herbalists are at the top when it comes to um, their discipline. So 
from what I was told, you know, I mean, you couldn't, you can't really see it, but from what I was told, you know, they use herbs more. Um, and in the West, we tend to use acupuncture more. So that's one thing that people pointed out. Like if, if you're going to do Eastern medicine, people tend to think of acupuncture, you know, yes. in the West. So um, that's what's a little different. Mm-hmm. So which doctor would so, you say hold more weight there? Was it the medical doctors or the herbalist? Um It's hard to tell, but definitely the medical doctors are, Uh they do hold a lot of weight there. (laughs) Yeah. They do. Yeah. 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 So that's going to bring me to my next question. And I know we're in the after hours, Mm -hmm. but um, trust me, you guys, you're going to want to stay until the end of the show. Um, I want to talk to you about this, Kay. I want to talk about okay. the coronavirus. And one, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me, because I know you're in contact, you went to school there, um, and that's much mm-hmm. of the world that you study from there. What are they calling outside of this name, coronavirus? What are they calling this in China? What are they calling this virus? <laughs> Okay, so this type of, you know, when things go viral and it's kind of like an epidemic or pandemic, um, there's a whole category for for this um, pathogen, right? So this is called external wind evil. Wait and a minute. The more and hold more up, people in... Okay. I need you to say I need you to say that slow again for the people in the back. I don't know if they heard what you just said. What are they calling it? This is in the category of external wind evil. Right? And that's external. And the more people mm-hmm. And you're yes. saying wind W E N but like the wind that blows and then evil. Yes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yep. Yep. W I N D. Yeah, somebody wrote it. Yeah. External wind evil. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow is right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I why are talk to talk yeah, about ahead. that. Oh, go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> uh, no, you're gonna say what I'm gonna ask, so, so I'm listening. Okay, so when um, you're diagnosing or naming a condition, when it comes to Eastern medicine, you talk about it in the terms of what it is kind of doing and its nature. So wind, um, when it comes to anything external that um, could infect you or anything like that, wind is the biggest pathogen in Chinese medicine because um, this is a, a saying in Chinese medicine, wind is the carrier of a thousand diseases. So what they're saying is, you know, if something's airborne, um, it can get, of course, into your body, into your pores. And at this time, they would call it, you know, external wind evil attack. Really, they'll put the attack on Mm -hmm. the end of it. And so um, it can bring along with it every other pathogen. Mm. So 
whether, and again, this is in like natural terms. So whether that is a heat toxin, whether it's cold, whether it's dampness. Um, I know that they were saying this was spreading through like mucus, you know, somebody coughing on you, that would be called dampness. So these type of things, the wind carries them in. Um, uh-huh. So so from what you yeah, know, okay, about this external wind evil, can mm-hmm. the face mask protect you? Because <laughs> in America, we seem to um. think, because you, you told us something really key earlier. You told us in the city you was in wearing face masks, they did that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, now that I think back, I mm-hmm. see it in a lot of the movies and from, from the news media in China. They always mm-hmm. have face masks on. So if it didn't protect them in China... Can the face mm-hmm. mask protect us? I mean, I'm just asking. Do you know? <sighs> okay. It can help to be an additional barrier, but honestly, my my teachers, there's different things that are better than that, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> than the uh-huh. face mask. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. that's what they yeah. have taught us. Because, see... CDC is saying stop buying face masks. It's not going to really do any good, but they're not saying what will. And one of the reasons we knew it was important to bring you on, and especially after we talked, is because even though the world is in a state of chaos about what is happening right now and what is going on, Mm -hmm. you actually based on your studies and your work, understand how we can Mm -hmm. really protect ourselves from external wind, evil. You have a remedy for that, which you're going to give out to people. And there's even Mm -hmm. a remedy for people if they are, quote, unquote, said to be infected with the coronavirus. Right. So right. I, I just I just want to ask a dumb question right now, Kay. Just really, really dumb. Before we give out what it is. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't okay. the world know this? I mean, why isn't this like breaking news across the world? You know, mm-hmm. just from your perspective. Why isn't it? Because wait, wait till you guys hear this. Why isn't this breaking news? Even in China, why isn't it breaking news? Okay. Wow. So I got a few emails. And um, in one of the emails, um, it was talking about some of the news stations in China. And they were telling people, you know, don't really do the home remedies, the herbs, things like that. Um, They don't work. And this is what the media was putting out. And that's what made me kind of, you know, look at it and just be like, okay, this is just, why would they, why would they do that? Um, because where they are, there, there are things that you can do for this. So, um, and then some of the, the Chinese medicine doctors were really not um, able to, to really give some of these things out or do them at the time. But I'm, I'm going to tell you about this other email I just got. Um, uh-huh. 
going to read you this part. It says, the Chinese government announces a major change in strategy. All patients with confirmed infections are to use Chinese medicine. So they changed Whoa, it up last wait month a and said, yeah, they work. And mm-hmm. <laughs> So they went from saying, don't do any of these herbal Chinese medicine remedies to now mm-hmm. they're saying mm-hmm. this is what you must do in order to live. Mhm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to be clear. Yes. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know you understand what I'm saying, but I'm saying to myself, why? Because when you told me, I just I was in shock. Like literally, I was kind of stunned. For a whole minute. Not that it was mm-hmm. not a cure or not something that could do this, but that was it. So this is what I want you to give out to the people because there's so many people who are trying to do things. And I know you heard the show on Friday night where I told people cleanliness is you're always going to win with cleanliness, mm-hmm. you know. Using a sanitizing spray and doing all of this stuff. So you guys keep doing that. And what Kay told me, she told me, Miss Blue, that's all good. But let me tell you, what's going to just shut it down? And this is preventive care. And so I want you to let people know how they can keep their environments safe. Yeah. And free of okay. this external when evil coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with the the herb that you can take. And this herb is to help you to um, boost your immunity. All right. So I'm going to say it. It's called astragalus. It's also called milk vetch. So you can see it under either name. Okay. Um, in Chinese medicine, this herb is called Huang Qi. And the thing about Huang Qi and why this is one of my favorite herbs for prevention, for helping to boost your immune system, um, Huang Qi is about having a lot of vital energy. And it does two things. One, inside of the body for the organs, it really helps to strengthen the qi of the organs and strengthen your immune system from the inside. Then on the outside, it helps you when it comes to your pores, right? So because things can get in through the pores. So helping to strengthen that barrier. And I also personally feel that it helps you strengthen your aura because there's something Mm -hmm. called Wei Qi. This is around the body, and this is how pathogens get in. So it does Mm -hmm. both internal and external. This is a wellness herb. Um, yeah, that you can get. Spell um, it for us. Can you spell yes, it for us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, A-S-T-R-A-G-A-L-U-S. Astragalus. And where can they find mm-hmm. this? Is this going to be like at a Whole Foods or like a herbal shop? 
where can they find astragalus? And when they get it, is it something you eat, you put it in water, you drink it? How, what is the best way to digest it? Okay. So you can find it at a few different places. One, um, yes, some of the, you know, shops that sell supplements, they'll have it. Also, I will have to say, your local acupuncturist or even my own online dispensary um, has a little bit more potent form of it. It's, it's just, uh-huh. it is what it is. The supplements are a little different at the store. Um, the ones that the actual acupuncturist use, this is like what we use in clinic. So the grade is a little different. But um, so, yeah, you can pick it up at your you know, local supplement store. That's what's available to you. Mm-hmm. And then when you get it. I want you um, to hold on a, one second mm-hmm. for just a second, you guys, because everybody's crazy here. Um, Kay has um, her own distillery is or herbery online. I think that's what it's called. And I'm going to have the information for you guys. And she'll give it out before we close out. And um, you'll be able to, if you want to order it directly from her, you can get it directly from Kay. You can order it from her store, and you can get um, something that she's blessed off on, and she knows where it comes from, the source of it, and where it is. So you'll be able to do that. Now, is this something safe for children? Yes, children, they take astragalus all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe for okay. children. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and then, um, go ahead, Ms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. Yeah. There's just a bit of a lag, you know, like. <laughs> yes, it is. Phone, so, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Um, That's okay. So, and then how you take it. it. Usually in the stores, if you get it, you can get it one of two ways. It'll be like in a capsule or it'll be in a tincture. If you're going to get it from the store, I suggest you get it in the capsules. <laughs> um, yeah, because sometimes the ones in the tincture, is, they're not strong enough. Um, okay. So that, that um, so those are two ways to take it. And then you can actually just get the herb yourself and you can boil it, you know, and then drink it as a tea that way. So it's, it's, a, it's a root, you know, so uh-huh. it takes a little time to boil um, and then you can you can take it that way. So it just depends on how you actually get it. But probably the easiest way is, you know, in a capsule. Yeah, yeah, powerful. Yeah. Thank you for that. And um, you want to give out your website that people can actually go to, or your email address where they can um, actually uh, get the astragalus from you. Okay, I'm about to give out my email address, but I, I want to say one more thing. Astragalus is for prevention and for strengthening your immune system. If you are sick with pretty much anything already, so if you get the flu, if you, you know, anything that's going on, you have to stop taking it because it, it strengthens the chi of everything. <laughs> so you don't want to take okay. it during that time. So I just want so to very, let know that. Very, very important to understand because before mm-hmm. Kay close out, she's going to let you know that if you're sick or, quote, unquote, you've been told you got the coronavirus, 
She got something for that too, but we, we haven't got there yet. This is just for you to strengthen mm-hmm. the chi in your body and as a preventative care. Now, let's mm-hmm. give out your email address. Okay, so my email is um, kayswellness at gmail.com. So K-A-Y-S wellness at gmail.com. So, so you have questions or anything like that. K-A-Y-S-W-E-L-L-E-N-S-S at gmail. I'm going to put it inside the blue room for everyone. And that's K's. After the Y and S. Yeah, K-A-Y-S. Yeah, wellness. Okay. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss Blue. You, so, let me see. Um, and we're going to talk about what to do if you have the virus. There is some things you can take. But before we get to that, I want to talk about, we talked about protecting ourselves, our auras. But what about when, you know, everybody goes to work and they go to school and you're out and about at the shopping mall and, you know, you're at the grocery store and you come home and there's been the cashiers uh, coughing and you're afraid that maybe perhaps (laughs) you brought this into your home from your shoes or your coat or your clothes or from your your bag or, you know, from your, you know, from your equipment you work with or anything, how can we protect mm-hmm. our sacred space if that virus, because we know it is an airborne pathogen that is just floating right. through the air, oh, my goodness, and we just want to make sure that our sacred space is safe. What do we do? Okay. So I'm going to tell you what one of my – teachers told me he was called, um, he's an acupuncturist and herbalist and a Chinese medical doctor. He was called to help with the SARS epidemic. And this is what he told us when it came to helping to clear out SARS and what to do for airborne pathogens in your, pathogens in your home. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to get <laughs> white vinegar. You know, the Regular white vinegar at the store, right? You're going to take that, and you can get white distilled vinegar, actually. You take that, you want to find the biggest pot you have, boil some water, put two cups of the vinegar in the water, make sure all your windows are closed. You're going to steam your home, right? So you want the steam to be able to get to every room in your home. If you've got a real big house, you might need a couple of pots <laughs> and make sure that it kind of, you know, gets gets in there. Um, and what it's doing is the vinegar is, is going up in the air and attaching itself to the virus, right? So they call this like clearing the evils, right? So that's what they did. <laughs> they really wow. helped to kind of stop some of this. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You know, and it's it's just crazy that, and maybe we'll start to hear more now that the Chinese government or China has decided to tell people to start using herbal remedies to sort of combat this with, you know, what's going on with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe more information will get out. But I want you guys, and there's someone mm-hmm. actually 
in the room um, named um, Key that says, thank you from Japan. So we have a lot of our international listeners that are listening now saying thank you because this is something that has moved itself all the way from the West, from, you know, all of the different countries in Europe, you know, in Asia, uh, in, in, in Germany, what we've heard cases in the Middle East. Uh, in Washington, D.C., you know, all throughout the mm-hmm. states, you know, moving itself mm-hmm. all over. Um, so, you know, you're getting a big thank you, even from a list from Japan with putting out this information because it's not being told to anyone oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> out there. No one is saying this. So now we're going to talk about yeah. the last one. So everyone got the vinegar. And if you guys have questions, email K. And uh, she'll be able to direct you and to let you know. But also, we want to make sure. So you take the pot, vinegar, two cups of vinegar and water, and you boil it. This is going to capsulate the virus, neutralize it, and Mm -hmm. disseminate it with the vinegar. And you need Mm -hmm. white distilled vinegar to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so important yeah. right now, Kay, for you to come on and bring this information because we have to support our own. Uh, and you are Planet Remix own. And for you to come on and to give mm-hmm. this information <laughs> is just priceless. It really is. It really is so helpful. It's so powerful. So everyone knows how to do that. Right. But what if you think, you know, that you're sick? Because this is attacking sort of the lungs and, and you know, the respiratory system in the body. And, you know, and people have this fear because every time you turn around, even if you don't have television, you are just ding, ding, you know, someone else died of sores. Someone else got it. Someone else died. Someone else is infected. This part of the world, this part of the country, you know, all of that. Um Um, so, mm-hmm. so what do you do if you think you have the flu? Because it starts out kind of like flu-like symptoms. Okay, Ms. Blue, can I say something real quick? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. My guys are like, um, put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and you know what? And no, I no. said I was going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the so thing. I, it's okay. I can do it. Uh-huh. You can do it. Okay. 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 Put the disclaimer out there because I know you're getting okay, blown up so, with emails already. <laughs> this, go ahead. <laughs> disclaimer. Okay, I am an acupuncturist, um, but I'm not acting as an acupuncturist on this call. Okay. All of this information is for educational purposes only, and um, it's not meant to cure, treat, prevent, um, or diagnose any condition. You have to speak to your doctor before you start any new health care regimen. Okay, we good? <laughs> we got yeah, it? Yeah, we good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and legally, we have to say actually, that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. So, um 
you know, again, in Chinese medicine, there are different um, things like acupuncture points and all this kind of stuff, but there are different herbs that actually work against viruses. So we know in, in Western medicine, they don't really have anything for viruses. They can help you with antibiotics for bacteria, but not viruses. So, of course, you need to go to the doctor and get checked out if you think you have something. But when it comes to actually healing this, um, you, you really honestly need to go to, again, your local acupuncturist, or you can email yeah. me, again, because the thing is when the wind evils come in, there are different levels. There are four different levels. Uh-huh. You want to get the right herbs that match your body where they need to work with the virus at, right? So it's not like a one-size-fits-all. Um, uh-huh. And the thing about wind is it moves very quickly. And if you take the wrong herbs during that time, you can actually um, send it deeper into the body. So you need someone to be able to know where, what level it's at and which herbs are appropriate. So I just really wanted to um, stress that. Okay, okay. So if someone mm-hmm. feels they have the flu or even if they think somehow they, they, they've been told, quote, unquote, that they have sort of the coronavirus and they're interested in, in, in mm-hmm. taking the path of the holistic medicine, it, it's a process because you would need to do what you need to do for them to find out exactly where it is and how that is in their body. And you will be able to give them a herbal sort of remedy that they can begin to start mm-hmm. um, taking for themselves should they choose. Right. To. It's, it's about, uh-huh. yes, it's about the exact match. So a mother, her formula may be different than her child, may be different than, the husband, your cousin, all that type of thing. It's just it, it's really on an individual basis if you really want to deal with this where it's at. So that's really important. Wow. wow. That is so powerful. That is so powerful. And you guys, some real solutions. The, a strangular, is that how you say it? Um, you can get that root. You can contact Kay at caswellness at gmail.com, and you can actually get it from her. Or you can go to your acupuncturist, and you can get it from there. Um, also, make sure that you're cleansing your house and using that mm-hmm. vinegar and water and steaming throughout the house to clear those airborne pathogens, viruses, and little stinky things that could be floating in the air. Because what is being known from the coronavirus is that temperature does not affect it. So it's not a a thing of if it's cold or if it's hot, that's not really impacting it. And really, it's a strand that came from SARS. And it's a a strand Mm -hmm. off of the SARS virus that was out. The reason they call it a crown, because underneath the microscope, it looks like a crown. Another reason they call it a Mm. crown, because typically when you have come in contact with someone who has this virus, it usually takes about seven days to show up. Seven is the number in when we think about the crown chakras or the chakras in the body, it is the seventh chakra, the Christ consciousness, you know? 
So again, we are learning right. about a lot of who's tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Right. This is um, so powerful. And I thank you so much for coming on and sharing this valuable, very powerful information with us. And uh, before you get ready to um, to leave us here, Kay, anything else you want to share mm-hmm. with the family? You know, and again, like I said, it's it's just been, you know, just a pleasure working with you as a priestess, being a part of Planet Remix and in Self-Invested and um, coming on tonight to share this um, very, very insightful and uh, very helpful information that we can use. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, really, I just want to say, well, thank you, Miss Blue, <laughs> for everything. I'm, I'm just so grateful for you. Um, and Brother Bilal and everything from the priesthood, self-invested, um, I can't I can't tell you all how many times like we're self invested. I'm like, oh, my life has changed by being in this class, and the next week it's the same thing. I'm, it's just so much <laughs> like that we love, wow. um, and so much that that Miss Blue and, and Brother Bilal, so much that they share. Um, so I'm I'm happy to be on here to be able to share um, this type of information. I I really love you. I love y'all. And um, I'm grateful to be here. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And uh, you guys, of course, you already know it. She will be having her own show coming up soon. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) we got to dive into that Eastern medicine. She has a lot. I love picking Kay's brains because she studies so many different disciplines and uh, do so many different things as many of everyone who's come on. So um, it's it's an honor. It's an honor to work with you and to be connected. And more to come. I know you have your website and all of these different things going on, but really, you guys, Kay wanted to come on and share this immediately with Planet Remix. And so this is a real exclusive. And so we are so grateful that she decided to, of course, come on and do this for you guys tonight and to give this information so we all can make sure we stay out of the chaos of all of this with, you know, the virus that's coming on. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Ms. Blue. (laughs) You're welcome. Love you much. Hold the line. Hold the line. Wow. Wow. What a powerful share tonight, you guys. Well, we're going to uh, bring Brother Bilal on, but before we do, of course, we're going to we're going to we're going to listen to uh, you know, we 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 just going to keep going here because it's just so good right now. Like We're learning so much. We're getting a chance to hear so many different perspectives, you know, from Alex, from Priestess Acacia coming on, from Kevin, and then, of course, Priestess Kay coming on um, as well, and just all of you guys here. So, yeah, yeah, it's all good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. (laughs) It's so good, Planet Remix. Oh my goodness, we are butterfly searching for a relax, pulling from the jazz stack because it's Sunday. On the air is incense, sounds to the ceiling, trying to get this feeling since Monday. Looking out the window, watching. 
the people go. Bugging off a funny because now it seems they're equal. Wonder what my train say. Wonder what my pop say. Bugging off the calmness in the apple. Who me? I'm schooling in New York. I'm chilling in New York. The hood is on my block and the brothers at the court. The baseball hats is on and the projects is calm. Dream time's extended. And highly recommended. But early birds like me's up checking out the scene. The early worms job. Forget about your job. Just come think the essence about the decadence is hidden. When people act like people, the theory is in kitchen. If you know the norm, it's like Hades transformed. On Sunday's early hours, the city sprouts its flowers. So get with the rhythms while you get in with the planets. Vibe off the jam, but don't take it for granted. My brother's keeper. We put it to the park where the swoon units walk. with the Phoenicians, digging on the dishes. Hanging with the rebels, sipping on a snapple. Bugging with my crew, tripping in the apple. You be taking peace when you bother with your flock. But you be thinking, damn, everybody got a clock. If you got some beef, please express that in silence. Or else, violence. But right here is the life with the children of the concrete. Living off the fruits and the functions of the fat beat. Hip-hop's all around. On the sounds, cause the good vibe they snowing, so chill. Games on. Maybe it's the running reps, maybe it's the Knicks, maybe it's a rerun of an old TV show like Hawaii 5 or Karate Flicks. Maybe if the phone rings, Butterfly will take wings, speaking on some cool things, fronting like I cope. Born under flat ground, now I'm chilling shaky ground, reaching for Pacific Heights, Sunday is my rope. Dig it. Sunday to relax, Sunday to relax. Some Sunday morning drama is calling up my mama. The hotline is in, I guess the silver's moving. On Sugar Hill, lay around and think, ain't nothing to do. Checking out some front, so I trust Camus. Mingus is our um, the Ambrose can drum. The DPs are light, there they go, here they come. It's time to grab some loot, put on the timber boot. Checking out some Dolly, Natasha and Kamali. New York is a museum with the posters and graffiti. If you're in the city on Sunday, come check me, get with me. Good evening. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, oh man, wow. I, look, I can I stop listening. It was that was good. Oh, now wow. you know I'm from New Orleans. That was a real gumbo. Yeah, that was gumbo. Oh that was wow. Good. Yeah. I mean, that from beginning powerful. to end. Shout out to everybody. I, I can't believe everybody's <laughs> self invested in all types yes. of other things going on and. Yeah, the Priesthood, Water Planet, Remix, they just did their thing tonight. Alex, Shakesha, Kevin, Kay, just so powerful, so powerful to, you know, give us. So many different perspectives. I'm telling you, so when I I go back and listen, it's like you got to listen to the whole thing, and then you could just eat whatever piece that's pulling on me at the time, you know what I'm saying? So I was... uh, 
Man, I and look, when she said the vinegar, I went and got it out. It, it smelled like a big pickle in here now. So, you know what I'm saying? So, this shit working, I think. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I already sure. had a ski mask. So, I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? From the old days. So, so I got the ski mask oh, yeah. on smelling like a pickle in here. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, man. I, look, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Everybody dig up, like, for real. Amazing information. Amazing job. But, yeah, but look amazing. how many different perspectives. Look how many different angles oh, that was. You know, that was good. I'm telling that was you. Good. I really enjoyed that. I'm telling you. It, 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 just, it just helps you to be more well-rounded, especially of what we're seeing mm-hmm. in our lives every single day, you know. And then mm-hmm. to see it from the social side, you know, Shakesha talked about that. Kevin, right. you know, talking about you know, just from the financial and just the history of it. And Alex, you know, sort of pulling this together, reminding us that, you know, this is a mm. story that's been out there that's sort of kind of been painted a particular way. And then, you know, for Kay to mm-hmm. really tell us what it's like to be on the ground in China, you know, at the mm. time and, mm-hmm. you know, how they have even adjusted the way that they're approaching, um, you know, mm-hmm. and really some of the things that we can do, because I think at the end of the day, you know, they were talking about people going in to Costco's, buying Mm. all the masks, buying all the water, buying all the toilet tissue, you know, sort of hunkering down, preparing for this pandemic epidemic that's sweeping across the world. And for they to come Mm. on, really give us those grounding tools that we, because mm. that's what everybody wants, and no one is saying what can be. I love how she done. changed gears. She she got dirty with. She like, look, hey, look, I'm telling you, look. At the end of the day, you gotta take care of you. You gotta know you. I like, I like this. Yeah, that was Shakesha. Yeah, Shakesha said, Shikasha. "Wait a minute." I really, yeah, I know yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and but look, I think everybody had the highlight moment of, but for, for me personally, you know. So I mean, listen, yeah. Alex, yeah. in a the information was so good, but when he dropped that budget, I'm like, okay, this is something else, you know? There's something yeah. else. And, and even look, the acronym of who? Kevin with the bird yeah. box. He got me. He got me with it. Because look, oh, you know how God. big that shit was? The movie wasn't yeah. even good to me. I mean, it, I, mean right. but it, I, I don't know if it's that much happening that we just forget, mm. you know? And, wow. you know, and and then just for Kate to wrap it up and say, hey, you know, it, it, it's not that serious. And uh-huh. I, I think more mind-blowing, I got that the Western medicine is being used versus the herbal. I mean, I, I heard her say the herbal was, you know, real big, but I would have thought it was more, uh, you know, pre- pretty much the herbal and and. and the acupuncture, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't, right. you know, it was good. The whole thing was good. It was it really was good. good. And then to say that they it just recently sent out another letter and switched it up yes. and said, no, yes. no, we need yes. to go back to the herb yes. medicine. You know, that's really even powerful. Even at wind, because yes, I, I, really, I really got that. I really got that. Really well, you know what that. it made me yeah. think of? Because we just covered this. Got you. Got you. Way. He got it's you. Life That's the first cheap. thing I thought of. Yeah. 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 Powerful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I kind of, you know what? It's, it's crazy that she say airborne, too. I mean, I saw it was airborne. So 
you got to imagine being out for Mardi Gras, you could really feel the effect of all of it, you know, because you could tell something uh, is in the air. You know, yeah. it, it smelled like marijuana, but I mm. think it could have been that Corona, you know what I'm saying? But it had a good weed you know smell what? to it, so I don't know if I got a contact because I did start coughing. <laughs> Well, you better email Kay right away. <laughs> so big shout out to everybody. <laughs> I can't wait to speak with everybody. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing yeah. stuff. Amazing. Well, listen, you guys, that is going to do it for us. We want to thank everyone. Of course, thank everyone who came on to speak. Alex, Shakesha, Kevin, mm-hmm. Kay. Uh, for coming on tonight and sharing this valuable information with all of us here on Planet Remix. Again, you guys, just give me a little bit. I'm going to get all of their contact. We're going to put it inside the show notes uh, so you guys will be able to have that. But please make sure you like and subscribe to the share. Leave your thoughts, your comments. We'd love to hear your takeaways of you know, what you guys, what stuck out to you, what you took away from tonight's mm-hmm. share, as well as also if there's someone that maybe is out there and you know that they could use this information that was shared here tonight, that you'll pass it on to a friend, pass it on to your families and your loved ones. There's simple things that you can do from getting the arugulera uh, um to boiling, you know, vinegar and water, something we keep in our cabinets with us at all times just to protect ourselves, our children, and have that extra little coating uh, when we're going about our day and we're doing our business. I also want to give a big, big extra shout out to Erica, mm-hmm. Priestess Erica, yes, and absolutely. also Priestess Chastity, and also Kalimar, you guys for yes. really helping us get the sound well, right, get everything yes. Running Thank you so much. Thank you so much. everything because we couldn't do it without you. And of course, Absolutely. all of you guys here on Planet Remix, we could not and would not do it without you. So we love you guys. Have an amazing week and make sure you guys mm-hmm. check in with us and let us know how you're doing. And so, peace and love to you all. Ciao.
Thank you. 